love bugs. It's hella fucking early in the morning. It's 7.24 a.m. And it's Saturday, October 15th. So, bro, let me just tell you real quick why I'm on here so fucking early. So, I had this very intense-ass dream. And I feel like because I've been um, doing these, like, secrets behind episodes, I kind of had a dream about, like, people being experimented on. And, like, traumatized and shit like that. And just kind of left with, like, a huge settlement or a payout. Or it's, like, because you signed up to this, like, agreement. You cannot disclose the information or some shit like that. But that's what I just woke up from. And I was just like, oh, okay, wow. I didn't know none of the people in my dream. But it was like I was seeing it through somebody's eyes. Somebody's friend ended up being, like, a whole project. They turned them into, like, a hybrid being or, like, they did something to the friend. And it was like, what the fuck is this? It was like, they look like a species from another planet when they got done with them. It was, like, pretty crazy. I was like, oh, shit. I don't know if that might come up in today's reading somehow. But if it pops up, I'll share more of the dream. But I was just like, what the fuck kind of dream? Mind you, I didn't watch anything crazy before I went to sleep. Um... I ain't watch shit at all. I was kind of listening to this, and then I listened to a certain frequency, and I fell asleep. Oh. The reason I'm up so early, because, like, I have to do these things when my son is asleep, and napping, like, sleep for the night or whatever, and napping, because his treacherous threes are kicking in so tough to the point I don't feel comfortable being in another room doing this and trust in what he's doing out there anymore. It's like, no. <laughs> so, um, I asked my ancestors to wake me up early enough for me to get at least some of this done. I don't know. There's a lot that's going to be about these moons. Um, this moon or whatever you want to call it today. So, it might be like a part one, part two if it's too long, if he wakes up. Or if I just feel like it's way too long, I'll make a part one, part two. But... I do see a lot of cards here in front of me, more than the other episodes, so there's that. Um, The weird-ass dream woke me up, but the thing that kept me up, because I was just about to roll back over after I woke up and, like, went to sleep, I looked at the time and, like, was like, oh, yeah, I can go back to sleep, you know? And I heard this weird-ass noise. It sounded like somebody sneezed in my house, my nigga. Um, mind you, the walls are not paper thin, so it's not like we can hear when the neighbors are talking or arguing or nothing like that. No, it's not even like that. There was nobody outside my front door, nothing. I just heard a loud sneeze. Or it sounded like a sneeze or like something dropped and it kind of like startled me, so I woke up. And I'm looking around like, nigga, I've been around spirits my whole life and I've never heard them sneeze, dog. So it's just kind of fucking creepy. And mind you, it's like 7-something in the morning on Saturday. So it's not even like, oh yeah, people are out getting ready for work and shit. Most likely people are off on the weekends. Dog, that shit was creepy. And then I was like, okay, maybe something dropped. So I checked because it's like, we, we will sleep in one room because it's like, he don't let me have my own bed. So, even the room we were sleeping in, the other two rooms and shit like that, it's like nothing dropped, nothing would have made that noise. I'm telling you, sometimes some of my gifts, when they're new gifts, they creep me out, like, and it's low-key, this supersonic hearing. It's like, I don't know, dog. 
I'm like, what if somebody just sneezed in their other house or their apartment somewhere and I heard them? I don't know, but this shit sound like it was in my fucking apartment, bro. So if you're going through any gifts like that, just know you're not alone. This shit's kind of creepy. I literally jumped out of bed. I was like, nigga, is somebody in my house sneezing? Anyways, I had to get y'all that little spill real quick. Um, oh, I do want to say to my baby, um, I forgot to mention yesterday. Not last night, obviously, not the night I just woke up from, but the night before that, I was in your dreams. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. Like, because that's our business, we can talk about it later, but I was in your dreams. Um... Now, let's get into this episode, because it's going to be interesting as fuck. So, I've been dying to do this episode. I was actually, like, trying to get it started last night before I went to sleep. Um, but I just didn't feel like getting up and going in a different room separate from my son, because, like I said, he didn't want that. So, um, he was kind of being quiet, but it's like every time I would press record, he would start doing some loud-ass shit. And I was like, I am not trying to scare y'all. Like, you know, like, you can be listening to this all chill. Do you hear him banging on his drum set and shit? It's like, nah, I wasn't trying to do that to y'all. So, basically, um, I was like, let me just wait and try to wake up earlier and get this done. And it's not really for y'all. I mean, I love y'all, but it's like, really, this is like my inner child shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, my inner child has always been into space exploration, other planets, other beings and shit like that. So, this is like today on inner child healing day for myself every saturday this is something i love it's like there's no um stations or like even when i was trying to look the shit up on youtube to just be like okay maybe i can satisfy my thirst by listening or watching a video up on this no it's like the energy or, or or like the information they have is not the information i have so I'd rather listen to my shit than their shit, if that makes sense. So I'm like, okay, I have to put the shit out there for me to listen to it, right? So it's not really like I'm making these back-to-back or like getting up super early for you guys. Like I said, I love you. I appreciate the support, but it's really for myself. And that's why you gotta, um, that's what I mean by self-love too. It's like, yeah, I love y'all, but like, dog, this is for me. I don't care if nobody listens to this shit. That's cool. Like, nigga, this is my shit. I love talking about this type of stuff. So, saying all that to say, bro. I have always felt like, and this is like, this could be for me being an empath, me feeling energies. Um, me paying attention to the sky so fucking much since I was a kid, um, still to this day, and just always questioning everything. I always felt like we had more than one moon on Earth, because I'm like, okay, how does Jupiter have so many moons? How does Neptune have so many moons? But it's like, Earth just got one moon? Nah, it don't sound right to me. Like, this shit just didn't sound right to me. Um, I knew we know about eight moon phases like we know about eight moon phases some of them are like you know the first quarter moon crescent moon um the half moon the full moon the new moon shit like that and all the ones in between but it's like um i always felt like that's there's more to it that they're not telling us and i actually found that out and cracked the code last night but it was like I wasn't able to deliver the message, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I fell asleep and shit, too. But, um, long story short, 
Let's get into the notes that I took from last night and then get into the cards. So there's eight moon phases that we know about that like NASA or whoever the fuck gave us this information will let us actually know about, right? When I ask them, because I have dice that give me numbers and shit, I ask them how many moons are there really? Or I ask them how many moon phases are there? And, or that we know about. And, um, I googled it, it was eight. And then to confirm it, because this is what I do for people that read tarot and shit like that and do, um, dice readings and shit like that, I can always confirm the accuracy by asking a question of a number or something that I already know and rolling the dice. And if it lands on that, then it's like, okay, boom. Now you can get started with asking other questions. So, um, my first question I asked with my dice with the numbers on it was like, how many moon phases do us as humans know about? And eight came out and I rolled the fucking dice. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, what are the odds? Um, so then I'm like, okay, boom, let's move on to the next one. How many moons and how many phases of the moon are there really? And it said there's 12 different moons and 12 different phases of the moon. And in one earth year, we'll see um, these same moons. And But it's like within one earth year, we'll see maybe 15 moons. Meaning we'll probably have like um, a main moon every month. Like every month, um, there's a moon. There's a new moon. Um, how I learned about this was like the constellations. Okay. Um, in our entire Milky Way galaxy, there's at least 88 known constellations, right? Now, the constellations, there's like Orion and like Ophetius and um, a whole bunch of names that I don't feel like going on right now. But like you can look them up. There's a whole bunch of constellations, right? The ones that are directly... Um, associated with Earth because they're the closest to Earth, um, as in like star clusters and stuff like that, is um, obviously the ones that go based up off the zodiacs and stuff that we go by, like Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo, Aquarius, Cancer. Da, da, da. That's why you'll hear like, oh, the moon is in Cancer, the moon is here, the moon is there. Um, or like Mercury's in this planet energy or whatever I'm trying to say like Mercury's in Venus I mean excuse me Mercury's in Pisces right now it's because it's in the Pisces constellation so what that means is like the constellations that I'm mentioning the 12 zodiacs we actually have 13 there's just one that doesn't get mentioned and it's called Ophetius so we have 13 constellations which means we actually have 13 zodiacs but they just don't mention Ophetius for whatever reason um it's like how do I explain that? Every time a month comes, we have a moon, and it'll be in a certain constellation. But the moon will come from the constellation. So Earth itself doesn't just have one moon. It has several moons because it has several constellations associated with it, if that makes sense. So if we're in, if we're in right now, what are we in right now? Libra season? Okay, we're in Libra season, right? A lot of placements and things are in Libra. The sun is in Libra. Okay, what that means is the sun sign is in Libra. If it was like Capricorn season, the sun would be in Capricorn. That's what that means. But it also could mean like if you look up in a telescope, you can see Jupiter is in Libra or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That means it's like, oh shit, I didn't know 
Jupiter was going to transit and go direct into Libra. So it's like it could have been running backwards on retrograde this whole time. And it could have been over there on the Leo constellation in the sky. But now you see it rotated and it was moving backwards, not moving forward. So now it's in Libra and it's direct. That's what that means. If we, if you're like reading it and breaking it down, it means it was moving, it was rotating backwards before now it's rotating forwards and it's in this constellation. All these constellations have their own moon that they come with. Now, every I just mentioned that every um every earth year, basically the year that we know and shit, the time we know every earth year there is um, 15 moons that we see at least and when I say this I'm not saying the phases I'm not saying like new moons full moons shit like that because of course you don't even see the new moon but I mean like um you as a person if you're the type that tracks moons and shit you'll at least see maybe 15 moons in a year that is actually visible to the eye now I just said that it goes by the months on the calendar. So every month has a year. That don't mean we have 15 months. I mean, every month has a year. Every month has a moon. But that don't mean we have 15 months. That means um, at least in one or two months, we'll have like a crazy event happen. I don't remember if it was July or August of this month. I mean, dog, look, I'm halfway up. Just bear with me. I don't remember if it was July or August of this year. And, um, but it was like one of those months and it was like, we had like three big ass events involving the moon. It was like, we had like two full moons in a month and a lunar eclipse or something with the new moon. It was like something really crazy like that. That's how the 15th moon will be here because it's like, technically that month, let me just say July. Technically July was only supposed to have one full moon, one new moon. But the way the planets are rotating, other moons might come into the equation on certain days. It may be um, orbiting around us, so then we'll have those three extra moons there. So that's what I mean by, like, you'll at least see 15 moons if you really, you know, wanted to look for them and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that makes sense and I'm not rambling or nothing. (laughs) Because, like I said, I'm still trying to wake my game up, but, like, I'm up. I can't go back to sleep. (laughs) So, when it comes to moves, that's kind of what's going on. Like, sometimes we'll have some rotate and things like that. Now, before I get into the cards, I'm going to mention one thing. Because I mentioned it the other day when it came to, like, Apollo 11, 13, whichever one that was that, um... Uh, went up there to the moon and like brought footage back down and the shit looked a little weird to me and it was like space looked black like if you see pictures of how NASA shows pictures of space isn't it always star clusters and clouds that look pink and orange and like gas clouds and shit like that's always colors you know what I'm saying like if you're flying towards stars you're gonna see it's gonna be bright So, for the documentation and stuff we have back in the day, I don't know if that was back in the 60s or 50s or what, but it's like, you can tell it was like probably early green screen or however that works, but they weren't really on the moon then. They showed us something, and I'm not going to say they haven't been to the moon since then, but I just think they're not disclosing that real information about the moon because... 
Like, look at the pictures that you see from NASA and shit, and then go look at that Apollo shit when they're like, yeah, and they're bouncing around like, yeah, we went to the moon, they planted the little fucking American flag thing. That doesn't, no, that doesn't look right. Something about that don't look right. From like a real science fanatic, that don't look right, dog. I love space. There's no way it's gonna just be black out there, bro. Like, no. (laughs) And there's too many stars and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not even black in the sky. Even when we have a bunch of lights in the city, it still lights up. If it was just black in the sky, that would kind of be scary. Like, really think about that. So, um, I'm not trying to ruin nobody's fucking past or nothing. But if you thought that was real, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to get in that today. But I know that there's other life forms out there. And I believe these moons have other life forms. So. Let's tap in. I'm gonna pause it here. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. We're back. So, when I asked, and I'm channeling and shit like that, and I asked, like, okay, boom, so... I feel like there's other life beings and forms on these moons. Like, what's up with that? They gave me several. I feel like there might be like seven so far. And I mentioned that we have at least 12. Now, they gave me actual like beings that are probably on these moons or inhabit or use these moons to teleport, however that works. But um, they also gave me, like, energies, too. So, first, we're going to tap into the beings, learn a little bit about them. Some of them is going to just be, like, refresh, review from the Tower of Babel, because some of these we mentioned before. Some of them are just going to be learning about, and then the energies is going to be a big thing. But um, before we get started, kind of ask yourself, like, what do you believe? Do you believe it's just one moon? Do you believe that there is life on these moons that are not human lives you know what i'm saying because just because they have studied it and they have found out that we cannot survive on there don't mean other beings cannot survive on there you know what i'm saying that air might be toxic to us we might die without a breathing suit but they might not you know what i'm saying so just kind of think about that as we go along and by the end of this podcast whether this is a one or two part Think about, like, if you were right, if I was right, or if we were both wrong. Because <laughs> I, I feel like it's, it's bigger than what we even think. So the first species that I see that inhabit one of our moons that come and circle our planets, like, they probably are not going to tell me, oh, yeah, they come with the Sagittarius constellation or whatever. They're not going to probably tell me that. But all of these beings circulate on our moon why we see the moon present in the sky for at least a portion of the year. So just peep that game real quick. The Agarthians. And I mentioned Agartha yesterday when I said the dude, um, I actually found his name. Hold on, let me, let me get there real quick. His name is... And it was a little weird. His name is Bruce. Bruce Gernon. G G E R N O N Bruce Gernon. And I don't know why, but it's like, okay, he flew. He was the pilot that flew. He flew with his business partner and his dad. Um, he's supposed to go from the Bahamas to the Florida coast. 
December 4th, 1970. He's the one that came back through the portal. Now, I'm not going to hold you. When I'm trying to find information on dude, it's like, I'm like, okay, but how old is he? Okay, but like, you know, like, what year was he born in? Because I'm like, okay, if you're flying in 1970s, you had to be grown enough to fly in the 1970s. But I'm like, okay, we're in 2022. And I seen one thing that told me he was like 159 and he's still alive. And I'm like, that kind of, that's that, it's like, is that the truth? Because like, that could happen if you went through a time capsule. But how come this is not like publicized? But it's like, I can't really find much about him being passed away. And I see he did something as recently as like 2018. Um, he been doing interviews and I think the last time they checked anything for him was like 2020 uh, two years ago so I'm like dog like how old is this man but if he's 159 dog I need them to talk about this kind of shit because like what but he was the one that flew through the portal and shit like that his story was very similar to mine but a little bit different but I feel like there also could have been parts that he probably left out I'm not gonna hold you because um he probably didn't want them to go and try to find these people Anyways, Agartha, he mentioned that in his um, book or something like that. Um, they are, they can also be called Telosian, but they are typically the ancestors of Atlantean Lemurian refugee survivors from the destruction of Atlantis. So they're basically like, they're blue people. I'm not going to hold you. It's kind of like Avatar the movie. They're blue. And their um, multi-dimensional, sophisticated civilization was destroyed. Um, they now reside in a core of hollow earth. Okay? Even though I'm saying they're in the core of hollow earth, we're going to figure out what the fuck they got to do with our moon. Okay? Um, Telos is a place, and it's one of the divine citadels, or like castles of the Guardians. They have this beneath Mount Shasta. So Mount Shasta could be another energy point where it's like a um, portal to their place. They call us humans um, surface dwellers, like human surface dwellers. So that's kind of what they associate. It says like we're just the ones that dwell the surface. Um, They can be 12 feet tall. They have, um, since they're in Earth's core, it's like pure Earth's flora, fauna, and vegetation is the purest and finest nutritional quality found anywhere. So because of that, they can live up to 800 years longer than us. And the oldest of their kind doesn't even seem to be over 40 years in age of us. Like, look at a 40-year-old on Earth that is very healthy and fit and shit like that. And then look at one of them besides the color and shit and probably like the slight differences you wouldn't be able to tell that this being is like probably 800 years or more compared to you. Um, their castles are made of crystal. They're very magical. Um, they're very like their entire planet is or hollow earth or whatever you want to call it. Their habitat, their environment that they live in, it's um free completely free from all toxins like there's no pollution there's no nothing there's no diseases no toxins of any kind no drug type toxins or none of that kind of shit like at all that's dope 
they avoid traveling to the surface of earth because it's like our energy is too harsh we have too many toxins pollutions chemicals in the air fucking radio wave activity with the 5g towers and shit like that is just too much so um if they do visit they only visit when they need to like absolutely have to it's like that one store you don't really like going to like walmart like fuck i gotta go to walmart like it's like that for them (laughs) um they're actually excited to um have the human collective raise their consciousness because not only is it affecting us but it's affecting all the other celestial beings around us on a developmental level so it's like um they look it up as like cleaning up and healing the human surface dwellers like they they look at the time period we're doing now with all the psychics and people um star seeds and shit talking about all these different things and different life forms and blah 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 blah, blah. like there's so many different people talking about this kind of stuff so it's like um they're excited about this because they're like yes like soon when everybody's like on a high vibration and the energy field changes it'll allow um us to open up some type of portal so um agarthians are in alignment with other like celestial beings and they're called like the gatekeepers of this halls of amenti so it's like this ancient self-regulating cosmic portal or a stargate I keep mentioning Stargate, so if you guys haven't seen it in a while, or you just never seen it, go and watch all the seasons. Like, it's pretty sure you can find it on, like, Netflix or Hulu or Prime Video or something, and just, like, watch it, because it'll probably make a lot of sense to you. Um, yeah, these Stargates, these Stargates or halls or cosmic portals cannot be entered until all of the species, um, meaning humans, can um ascend to this christ consciousness in their energy field so once we all like be able to get there then there should be like this mass portal that'll open for us all to be able to like come and go as we please on this planet it's like other planets have that ability it's like oh you can be on venus and it's like oh cool i want to go to neptune it's just like okay i'll see you later you just kind of go through the portal and go and chill with those beans for a little bit we don't have that access because of who the fuck and what the fuck we be doing. We be doing too much as humans. And I'm not saying you or me listening, but y'all know what I'm talking about. As a collective, it's like we kill each other, so why would we have access to other planets? You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't even get along with thy neighbor. Um. So, let me describe the Garthians there. Like, when I'm seeing them, I'm not going to hold you. They have, like, ancient animals. Like, they have dinosaurs floating around. Whether at they have um, woolly mammoths and shit like that, they have crystal towers, so it looks like big crystal mines everywhere. But you'll go up closer to it, and it's a castle that someone lives in. There's floating orbs. The people look like you or me or your friends. They have five fingers, five toes. The only difference is their skin is like this grayish, bluish tint, where it's kind of like an avatar. They have hair, locks, things like that. They wear, like, crowns or some type of jewelry protectant over their third eye. I see some that look like they're Asian, some that look black, some may not look white, some may look Mexican, but it's like they look like us, but in their hairs like us, the texture probably, or in a way, or they might do braid styles and shit, like, or you know how people do their different hair. They might have hairstyles and shit like us here, but... It's like their skin color will give us away. There's no 
um, light skin, dark skin, shit like that. No, it's like, no, literally, they're blue. You know what I'm saying? So, that's them. That's one planet um, that is associated with this moon. (laughs) Or, like, hollow earth and Mount Shasta and this portal to this moon. May all exist in one. Let's keep reading. Keep learning. The next group of beings is the Alpha Centaurians. And I know I taught y'all about centaurs, but it's not like the centaurs like um um that I mentioned with like half horse, half man bodies and shit like that. No, it's not like that at all. That's just their name. They're from the Centaurus constellation that's located between the Lupus and Vela constellations. Alpha Centaurians, they will only make contact with humans during specific cosmic timings and only with the high vibrational humans that develop enough conscious awareness to not fuck up their vibes like just dead ass i'm not gonna lie like they have this super powerful vibe and it's like if if your vibe irritates their vibe they're not gonna come to you as a human being so if you're toxic you're into some low vibrational shit they probably won't come to you but if there's like a cosmic timing like let's say there's like an eclipse happening and it's like a very powerful eclipse and you're kind of like in your own zone doing your own thing maybe you're into this studying or something you might not even like channel i mean you might like channel them or see them in a dream or see them or something but it's like they'll work with you um But it's like only the people that could accept it. If you're going to go out there and do some crazy shit, they're probably like, nah, we're we're good. Yeah. That's deep. Um, They're very intolerant of disrespect and overly idealized fantasies. And they don't like when people don't keep up with natural law, like the law of one. We are all one. They don't like if you don't have that vibration with you. Um, the Alpha Centaurians are five and a half to eight feet in height. It's a range. They do have a humanoid appearance, but they also have aquatic type features and organs. So, um, they have web fingers and toes. Their flesh is like palish, bluish with soft, smooth, scale-like quality. They could have long hair. Their eyes are large in proportion and bulging and roundish, kind of like a fish. If you ever looked at a fish, their eyes are hella weird. You know how it, like, protrudes out? That's kind of how their eyes could be. It's not like inset, like, um, ours are kind of inset into our face. There's, they're kind of like, it, it's like a main character that you'll see that protrudes out their face. Their body's, like, athletically built, so you probably wouldn't see anyone walking around, like, any other body type besides athletically built naturally. It says visitors typically wear simple flowing clothing. So that's something that I'm kind of like trying to figure that out. Like, what does it mean, visitors? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But they're direct, straightforward communicators. They negotiate and are always respectful. They are vegetarian or vegan. They have a very strict diet. They cannot um, bear our sunlight on earth. It's too hot, so... Hence, it makes sense on why they would be on one of these moons. Because the sun and the moon are not really up at the same time unless it's an eclipse. Um, they also could occupy small deep oceanic regions on Earth and are often, often associated with the Agarthians. 
Um, they're highly advanced and they have strong ties with the Syrians, Palladians, and Venusians. So it's crazy because on the last episode I mentioned the Palladians. Um, we're going to talk about the Syrians now and the Venusians now. I see they're also later on in the pal. So it's like this. It's like a. It's like okay. How can I explain this? It's like, say you're new to this cul-de-sac or you live in this new neighborhood and it's like everybody is clicked up. Everybody got this like high secret society vibe going on with them. And it's like you're not invited until you can prove yourself. And it's like us as humans have to prove ourselves to be higher vibration and non-violent and this and that and that and this in order to, um, and that we can get along with our own fucking neighbors that look like us or similar to us before we can prove to the entire galaxy that we're worthy enough to be in their time portals and have the power to do that type of shit so that's basically what's going on so their friends are syrians palladians venusians guardians alpha centaurians they all link up we just can't link up it's like you can't sit with us until you prove yourself you know like yeah it's like a cool kid club like just not invited as a human species and it's not no offense to take it's just like change your ways you know what i'm saying like should i want to go that'd be dope because it's like i feel like they'll give us all the information and travel in the world but it's like we're not ready yeah we're just not ready for it so next we have the anunnaki and i know a lot of people have um some knowings about the anunnaki but this is going to be interesting in finding out like what they have to do with the moon cycles. I do see on the card one Anunnaki civilization is associated with the sun, the others associated with the moon. That's interesting. Okay, let's see. So the Anunnaki, they're also known as the Shining Ones, Elohim, the Fallen Angels, the Watchers. They're mentioned in ancient Babylonian and Sumerian texts and civilizations, culture, um, which is now modern-day Iraq and Syria. They're highly advanced technology. Um, they're highly advanced when it comes to technology, cultural, linguistics, legal, legalities, scientific things. I don't know what else to say. They developed like the 60-20 counting systems. I don't even know what that means. Geometry and written language systems. They also taught us and created, organized, invented, whatever you want to call it, the lunar, solar, and stellar cosmic navigating and timekeeping systems. That's dope. That's dope. I'm not going to hold you. Um, the original Anunnaki on Earth were giant. Like, they could have been compared to, like, Nephilims in size. They stand beyond 12 feet tall. The last time... Um, Okay. They pretty much used to inbreed because um, they had the purest bloodlines on Earth. Um, the original Anunnaki varied in skin color from very dark to very fair. So, like I said, um, when it comes to the Eve gene. Now, when it comes to this Eve gene, you might have this pure bloodline in your lineage. And I'm not saying like your immediate family was like inbreded or nothing, but I'm talking about millions of years ago that this bloodline could be your bloodline if you feel like you're connected to the Anunnaki and things like this. 
Um, because I mentioned the Eve gene, and I was like, yeah, two jet black dark people can make a white, blue-eyed, blonde-haired baby. Um, it's just, it goes on and on and on. I've seen so many different mixtures. It's not just us, but it's like if you have this, um, I seen like an albino Mexican girl, like she was like, she had ginger hair. She looked like she'd be Celtic, but like she was white skin and her hair was red naturally but like her parents are both dark haired brown skinned Mexicans her siblings and stuff she's the only one that came out like that this is what I'm talking about so it's like um yeah (laughs) how to explain it it's like your partner in today's time you and them can get together and even though you're like oh let's look at the genetics going further back than that you guys both have Anunnaki bloodlines for you guys to be able to produce this baby and it's not even like oh they have Celtic in the family somewhere oh they have this no 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 you have Anunnaki in your bloodline somewhere because they were the first that was able to make everything in between okay I hope that makes sense um there was a um, a point in time where they were crossbreeding with the Alpha Draconians and I do believe that is what created the Nephilims so like those giant Cyclops like kind of evil being type things it's like yeah we were vibing and then they could have slept with the reptilians in whatever way and then it's like now we have like big giant evil Cyclopses running around or something like that that was back in the day look into Nephilims Um, In the ancient Sumerian clay tablets, it reveals documentation dating back to the 24th century BC about their creation stories, their genetic stories, um, and the complex world of the Anunnaki and the narrative surrounding that. The Anunnaki were inhabitants of the planet Nibiru, a distant reddish planet that enters our solar system every 3,600 years. So... Um, let me mention that real quick, because the thing is, Nibiru's actually here, and I've been saying that for a minute, but, like, there's proof, like, y'all have probably proof on your fucking phones, you have proof that you've seen with your eyes, let me explain it, hold on, let me pause it right here, then I'm gonna explain it. So it's like, um, I can't remember if it was two years ago, but I know for sure it was last year. For sure, for sure. 2021. Um, at least in Washington State, we were having a lot of like wildfires and shit like that. There was fires going on in Cali and Oregon and, and in Washington. And all the smoke was like filling the air to the point it was like it was more than just clouds in the air. It was like clouds of smoke in the air, too. And um, I remember there was the sun and it was like it was turning the sun red. Well, that's what people thought, like the sun was turning red. And I think I have episodes about that, like just doing readings and shit and mentioning it. But um, in videos and shit, maybe on my TikTok too, of like capturing it on camera. Some of y'all have it. But it was like, think about this, bro. When the cloud, when it's normally a cloudy day or it's... I think my son's up. Let me try to finish this part and then go figure him out. Um, (laughs) So think about this. 
when the sun is up normally and there's no clouds in the sky, you just got the sun beaming down, right? So then there's clouds in the sky now, and normally when it's a cloudy day, the sun's hiding behind the clouds, right? Right? And it's so far away that the clouds will cover up the sun, the warmth, all that, right? But the thing is, if you think about it, when we had that red sun or that reddest sun that people thought it was a sun, I kept saying that's planet Nibiru and nobody's paying attention. I kept mentioning that and I was mentioning another planet too that people thought it was like a ring around our actual sun. They're like, oh, what's that ring around? And maybe it's just like bouncing off this No, It's like, no, that was a planet behind the sun that was bigger than the sun. I mentioned that. I said that was the demon star Al Ghul. And people were catching that on picture too. Like, oh, look at the ring around the sun. No. It's like if you were looking at an eclipse, you would see the eclipse and all you would see would be the light around the eclipse. So since the sun was so bright, all you would see was like a black ring around it. But if you really look at it and pay attention with a different eye, you would see that there's a big ass ball of a planet behind the sun. It makes our sun look small. That's a star. So now back to the reddish planet. That was planet X or planet Nibiru. And I was mentioning that. I said they're here. I said this last year in 2021. I don't remember what episode. It might be a couple of them. But that reddish sun in the sky. And it looked like there was two suns. There were some people in certain areas catching two suns. Like there's a sun setting on this side. And there's a sun setting there. Or there was a sun setting. And then there's still light in the sky. And I was mentioning that. I said that before. But it was like so many clouds in the sky or smoke clouds that people weren't really able to catch it but I was able to catch it maybe on camera and like in person like I'm telling y'all some of y'all just took a picture like that's weird think about it when has our sun ever been able to push through and beam like that like the way that the red planet was beaming through the clouds normally the sun's too far away it would just it would just go away if it was cloudy like that. But it would be a completely cloudy sky. And then you'll look up and there'll be like a red planet in the sky. And it's like, it's almost like as if you had a flashlight, like a red flashlight or something in the sky. And you're just holding it there. Like, bro, that's never happened with our sun. Like, really fucking think about it. It's either covered or it's not. Partially covered or it's not. It's never just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to peek through and show red. through. No, like, no, no. Why would our sun, I mean, why would our, yeah, why would our sun change colors just because we have a smoky atmosphere that doesn't make sense? It's never happened before. You see what I'm saying? It was just like people were just not putting their their brains, their, their thinking caps on. You guys were looking at Planet X right in your face. And like I said before, half of y'all got pictures and videos and shit of this planet on your phone. Thinking like, oh, that's cool. The sun's red. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> The sun is what the sun is, and it's far away from us. Planet Nibiru was, like, right there, close enough to be alongside of our moon if we wanted to. I remember saying, too, at the same time you could see the sun, there was another planet right over that, too. And it was just ducked off. Like, you can catch it if the clouds move every now and then, but you got to really pay attention to the sky. I'm that type of person that pays attention to the sky, so I noticed it. I hope y'all did too, but like, go look at your pictures and shit if you ever took pictures of the sky and like, really pay attention, you'll see it. Um, 
So basically, um, that was the last time they've been here, 3,600 years ago, and now they're here, and they're still here. Actually, it's telling me that um, the Anunnaki race are kind of like waiting for um, them to leave the human atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? They're waiting for their next orbit to like leave, but they're here. The Anunnaki ancestors are waiting for them to leave. Um, I see that they've came here before and came to Earth. It says in the book that they destroyed Atlantis, but honestly, I know that that's false. I know what colonization or whatever you want to call it. I know what beings destroyed Atlantis, and I told y'all already, it's the Alpha Draconians. Um, but, you know, they're always going to try to switch the narrative. There's this high priest named, um, high priest or like a scientist at the time named Enki, E-N-K-I. Um, Enki started a mining colony, so like, you know, miners, and they were mining with another off-planet race called the Ejiji that were helping them with this mining of monatomic gold. Um, this monatomic gold has precious interdimensional properties. The thing is, the Ejiji rebelled and left and was like, fuck this, I'm not doing this. And since the Anunnaki still was here with all this stuff to mine, um, Enki's half-brother Enlil, E-N-L-I-L, he was like, okay, um, even though we got all this work to do, I'm not doing this shit by myself. So even though Enki told him not to do this, his brother Enlil was starting to engineer and mess with sophisticated genetic engineering when it came to earthlings and created a human hybrid. Now this human hybrid that he created was um, workforce only. To only be smart enough to follow instructions, but not smart enough to rebel. So worker bees, basically. And um, he didn't realize that's what his brother created it for. So Enki was the support mentor and advisor for the humans. And Enyo was like the one that led them to do the workforce, okay? So I'm about to pause this, but before I pause it, like, um, I mentioned them before, or I mentioned this before, in the ancient Egypt episodes and stuff on the Tower of Babel, when I said we were here with different... um, um beings and we were creating the human race and I was like everybody kind of had their own um thing that they were doing while the other gods the um the ancient Egyptians and you know the Hindu gods and all of them were kind of like making their people um these Anunnaki's were which are considered the astronaut gods you know so if you're tied to like the astronaut things um, you believe in the astronauts and shit like that, or not even like just astronauts, but like meaning like they're gods from outer space. Obviously, we're in outer space, but it's like mm, they're the only ones that were just supposed to be here for one thing, and they came here and was like, okay, let's just be secretive and create some workforce ones. Now the Egyptians did this as well, but um, they gave them a decision to. Um, have a free will choice of like elevating their consciousness and being more than just a worker be at some point in time when it came to Enki I mean when it came to Enlil's um, design of the human genetic that he made they're always going to be like that 
So I mentioned when I talk about ascension and stuff, there's just some people that are not meant to ascend. And it's not a bad thing. That's just not in their contract. They're considered worker bees. So they're always going to work for somebody. They cannot um, create their own. They don't have the creativity for it. They're just meant to put their head down and work. Now, one day, they could be working for a big corporation like Amazon. And the next day, in the future, they could be working for your company. But at the end of the day, they would probably never be a leader. And that's not to diss anybody. It's just in their genetics, literally from what Enlil did behind Enki's back back in the day. So, um, yeah, there's that. Now, what they look like is, like, they honestly look like royalty. Um... They have, like, the lighter fair skin ones could be, like, ginger, blonde, um, lighter hair, things like that. White skin. They look like they can be Celtic or whatever. The brother, uh, his immediate brother is black. They both have thick hair. It can lock up if they wanted to. They have unique styles and shit for their hair. Um, one comes out and they're mostly in the sun. The other one comes out and they're mostly dealing with the moon. Um, they both deal with, like, um other planets and things like that hieroglyphics and um uh what the fuck is that called paintings and pictures and shit that was left behind by the ancestors that have like spaceships in it and shit like that nine times out of ten they could have been dealing with them too so there's just like several accounts of them and their stories in babylonia and sumerian texts um i know the book of genesis mentions them as well in the bible so it's like, you know, there's just proof of them being here all over. Um, they also are associated with our moons. So I'm going to pause it here and see what's going on with this boy because I hear him kind of like up now. Like, why, why isn't she laying in bed with me anymore? So let me go and uh, figure out what's going on with him and I'll be back. Peace. sound like he rolled over and was upset but he's so tired he went back to sleep that's cool with me shit <laughs> um okay so now we i see the blue avians are mentioned and i mentioned them in the tower of babel um so go and get the full detail again i'm gonna really just go over them super quick but they were um the bird people and i mentioned how like um horus and um different like gods and shit like that um are associated with them there's like the bird people a lot of different cultures and shit mention them the sky people the bird people they call them different things the blue avians are like mammals and humanoid um celestial beings with bird-like features um they could be from another multiverse but they originated from our local star clusters so they could have originated from our star clusters went to another multiverse and came back um they have resemblance to like the lyran genetic lineage the bird people they are six they're through six through the ninth density dimensional so it's like you know how i mentioned the other day that the portal in china was fifth dimensional so the dimension that they are on are six through nine so it's even further than that that's deep um 
they have their tall and slender body frames covered in bluish or indigo feathers cool calm diplomatic nature very intelligent um very ontological philosophical philosophical (laughs) they like philosophy dog i don't know like how the fuck do you say that philosophical there you go i'm like i know that word um and metaphysical they like these phenomenons they like to understand these type of things philosophical dog where the fuck what the fuck was i saying (laughs) um they're well versed on the law of one so this is like the upteenth celestial being that i mentioned that the law of one is very highly important to them and they're hella intelligent way more intelligent than anything we've ever been learning on this planet Shit, more intelligent than our um, most intelligent beings on this planet. Um, And they all respect and honor and live by the law of one. You see what I'm saying? We have to get to that point. Um, The Egyptian sunbird god Ra is also um, a blue avian. Okay, I mentioned Horus as well. Um... They are time traveler explorers. They use spiritual orbs and um, teleportation. Teleportation, nigga. What the fuck? Teleportation technology. Oh my word, honey. Yeah, they're referenced in many ancient mythos, basically like Mayan, Egyptian, Hindu, Babylonian um, literature and artifacts. Um, their archetype, what they're built like, that's what people consider angels, but they're like not angels. I told y'all what angels look like the other day, but people think they're angels because of the wings and the archetype that they are known for. They're also known as the ancient builder race, and I think that was actually the title to the Tower of Babel episode, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen. The ancient builder race, the architects of this universe they are here their main mission is to protect all life and 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 to help in the development of our consciousness and our ascension so yeah they're all like can y'all get on board dog um they're very like into philosophy and releasing karma and mysticism it's crazy because like bro i'm not gonna hold you For some reason, like, I know what philosophy is, but it's like, it, like, slipped my mind that how I research is, like, how a philosopher researches. And it took for another reader, the other day I was listening to them, for them to explain it to me. I'll get, like, three books, four books on something, on one subject from different languages or different cultures, and break it down in that way. And that way is being philosophical. You're learning all ways around it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're looking into every single detail. How I look into, like, oh, okay, the bird people are mentioned in the Mayan text, in the Egyptian text, in the Hindu text. That's a way of being, like, a philosopher. I didn't even notice that's what I was doing until somebody said that on a little shit I was watching. I was tripping. I was like, oh, shit, I am. That's filthy. Some of you guys study like that, too, so you might have blue avian type. The next we're going to mention the short grays. So remember I mentioned the tall grays in the other episode. And I said the tall grays are kind of like what some people believe are us humans in the far, far, far future. 
because we fucked up everything. So the reason they're cloning and shit like that is because they're trying to make the human race again because of how much we fucked up. Okay, I mentioned that one. One of them damn episodes. So now these are the short grays, okay? There are many varieties of the short grays. They originate from the Orion constellation. Zeta, Reticulum, grays are around three to four and a half feet tall. They're hybrid. They could be a cloned species and they no longer have access to their soul. Oh my God, that's kind of creepy. Oh my God. Okay, the Alpha Draconians. Oh, okay, so these are like the clones? Sorry. The Alpha Draconians own and operate and oversee their genetic engineering and cloning programs. They're like the clones. They don't have a soul. They look like, like, if you would see them, they would be the typical aliens that everybody thinks aliens are like the gray aliens with like the big head and like oh we come in peace with the two fingers the eyes the type that we see on like x-files and like these movies that's what they look like but like they're not the typical celestial beings so you know how i said certain celestial beings may work with um um the alpha draconians like our ops the elites these would be them and they only work with them because a lot of them were owned and operated to keep cloning each other until the point that the clone is now what's here and they don't have a soul because it's just a clone that's deep they have enormous haunting wraparound dark black eyes which they can fully use um they make eye contact with people to hypnotize them into a trance. Their skin color varies in different tones of gray. They don't have to eat anything, but they do require nutrients from various sources. They absorb this nutrients energy through their skin. Ew. It's like transdermal. If anybody's like into like um, healing and shit like that, like... For me, I know about it through, like, THC, CBD. There's transdermal, like, um, products and stuff that you don't have to ingest. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to drink it. You can rub it like a transdermal um, balm, like a um, balm, a B-A-L-M. Like, you know, you got a little pain or some arthritis, you can, like, rub it in and it'll go and transdermally through your skin and help. It's kind of like that's how they eat kind of creepy they were mentioned in the 1947 roswell crash in new mexico that's when their um existence came to the public's attention so look into roswell and you might see more about them the short grades um are into interstellar traveling and dislike crafts so the entire like ufo phenomenon that we see that they kind of base it like oh yeah all ufos are all celestial beings are like this they're not they all have different ships and shit too but the ones that you can kind of see in the sky and it's like oh that's a disc like whoa that's them the short grays they don't have any sex or organs and no known emotions they're just logical and intelligent and telepathic that is creepy oh my god i'm not gonna hold you okay 
didn't we say with the tall grays they don't have any reproductive organs either and i said that the tall grays are like us if we fuck up on a certain timeline that could be our future so it's like imagine the tall grays being clone 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 to the point now they're small and they're just as bad but they're just like here and i feel like the tall grays are on another i think they were like in one of the portals or something i don't remember what i said about that one but this is creepy they're there are a dying species and they're desperate to save themselves from extinction so that's why they keep cloning they've been associated with the abduction and the contactee phenomena of them like people being abducted and contacted by ufos and things this is who they are coming to you and shit like that you know what i'm saying like the high vibrational ones they told you like hey we ain't coming up here the ones that are coming are like them yeah um they're trying to experiment with different methods to help them get back their soul so that they can help their genetic species they are mainly a slave subservient race that listens to the alpha draconian so they're literally ran and operated and controlled by the elites they don't do anything that the elites don't want done they're like their minions but it's like even scarier because it's like they're intelligent beings from another planet that's just been cloned into like lifeless soulless robots to just listen to whatever the fuck they say and we know how they are that's fucking scary i'm not gonna hold you that's kind of scary okay so we mentioned the palladians before i'm not gonna really get into too much because we just broke it down in another episode but just to remind you quickly the palladians were like the um very very humanoid type um six to eight feet tall um blonde male or female bluish greenish eyes um very healthy they kind of come off like they can literally disguise with us they're very humanoid they might be a little like otherworldly it's like whoa you're different where did you have where have you been all my life but it's like yeah they're literally not from here type shit yeah so that's the palladians and like their planet that they're from their realm that they're from dimension is very similar to earth it's just more high vibrational but you can breathe there's um there's like air plants bugs you know nature shit like that you can grow it's not something you have to wear a space helmet for type shit so now we're gonna move on to the syrians this is Sirius b in particular um Sirius b are beings from a binary or trinary star system um Sirius b is the white dwarf companion star that was once a part of Sirius a but it's like they could have separated um Sirius b beings they are known to make communication with the shamanic dogon tribe of west africa um their ancient teachings there's a deity there named namo who was a Syrian beast star being and was said to arrive in a massive flying boat um, that taught them complex astronomy and ancient history. So, if you look into African history and things like that, the Dogon tribe, they are an African um, culture that has a, a, a spiritual-based system 
and they can literally see star systems and know where they're at with their naked eye they don't need telescopes and shit literally to this day in 2022 the information that they have based on their teachings passing down and communicating with these beings back in the day their ancestors and shit they're able to like know about things going on in the cosmos more than NASA and them know about it basically and this is because they had contact with beings or a deity that they called Nomo straight from Sirius B okay um and like the amount of information they have we still haven't caught up to it with our technology and gadgets and gadgets to this day right now and this is something that they knew way back in the day before a telescope was probably even invented I'm not gonna hold you um, the Dogon's artifacts date back to 400 years before they even was able to accurately catch orbits of the stars before astronomers had telescopes. I just said that. Nomo told the Dogon shamans that human- humanity was a descendant of consciousness due to materialism and greed. Mm. Oh, humanity's descent of consciousness was due. Okay, so damn. Nomo told them, like, this is why the humans were going to fail before they actually failed. So it's like the time that these beings were visiting these planets, our ancient ancestors in these different places, they were, they were so high vibrational that they could come in contact with these beings. But they told them, Nomo, the deity, told the Dogons, the shamans of the Dogons, that humanity was going to fall because of the consciousness and due to materialism and greed. That's facts. They predicted that, but it's facts. Um, yeah. I also see that they are bipedal with amphibian aquatic features. What are bipedal? What does that mean? I don't know, but they look very strange. I'm not going to hold you not to be disrespectful, but they kind of look strange. They're very good in water and have advanced civilizations technologies to navigate the cosmos. They are visited, they have visited and interacted with ancient Babylonians, Akkadians, and Sumerian civilizations. I'm going to show you right now what I'm kind of seeing is they could have communications or ties to dolphins, mermaids, but it's like the Syrian being itself looks like it has arms and legs like it will be a human. But it's like it's a fish human. So the fish face, gills, eyes, ears, spikes and all that kind of shit. But it's like its arms will extend out like us. Its legs will extend out like us, if that makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> and the last one I see here is the Venusians, which are... Um, the beings from planet Venus. <sighs> that is a lot. I'm not going to hold you. I didn't know that um, we had all these beings like right in our midst without even realizing it. The Venusians are humanoid beings that live on Venus, the sister planet, our sister planet within our solar system. Venusians are descendants from the Lyrans, the Lyran race. I mentioned that a lot. Venus is really hot. Um, and if you're on it in the 3D realm, it's uninhabitable. Oh my God, that's deep. On the 3D realm of Venus, it's uninhabitable by human standards. Nigga. 
what the fuck that just like blew my mind so the reason okay this just made so much sense this just made so much sense bro the reason that like the moon is uninhabitable by us venus is uninhabitable by us it's because on a 3d standpoint it's too hot but if you was going there on like the fifth or sixth dimension you'll probably be able to like tolerate it meaning you got to be on another dimension to get to some of these planets so when nasa and them are just going there and trying to land and send bots and shit it's from the 3d standpoint if they were the if they were high vibrational enough to go through to some of these stargates and portals they would actually be able to be there if that makes sense to you guys so it's like it's it's really all about a consciousness you can't there it's like they have a security based system for us no matter how intelligent we get and how fancy our gadgets and gadgets get it's like a force field to protect their civilizations by us not being able to land there or us not being able to live there because too much toxins and gas in the air but it's like no that's just on a 3d standpoint if you went through there through a stargate or a portal bro you might be able to live there if you're high vibrational enough that's fucking deep i'm positive there human standards on a 3d dimension because that's what we're on as humans we're only i mean shit i know for me i'm a little bit i'm not 3d anymore i'm like fourth 5d now because of how much information i have in my head but i'm still on a 3d planet you see what i'm saying but there's somebody next to me like my neighbor could just be on the 3d planet where everything they see they believe um shit like that yeah we can't go there as humans with this mindset it's like it's one of those things where like how i mentioned earlier um i think it was the guardians that like they're the keepers of this hall of these halls with these other beings and if we can all raise our consciousness up to a certain level the hall will open and then we can be like oh yeah we're going to venus bro i'll see you later and we can just go through the portal and you know like that it's like it's clearance it's like low-key it's like bro we're kind of on a spaceship i kind of thought that too with like earth i was like this seems like it'll be a spaceship because i knew what other planets in my head i felt like just because we look at it we got a picture of it and just looks like a red ball or whatever the color is and it has rings and shit i'm like no we can't see what's really going on because we're not meant to it's like everything's like protected it's like shit's on lockdown when the humans come around but like other beings can see it and shit this is crazy (sighs) okay on venus there's like an exuberant life and highly evolved civilizations they're very sophisticated uh, with technologies that protect its colony i can't make it up yeah they have certain shit in place to protect the colony these people are beautiful they coexist in complete harmony there's no wars there's no 
egos. There's no money systems, no fraud, no none of that bullshit. Yeah. Um, they're close to their cosmic cousins, the Palladians. The Venusians also have a bad history eons ago before they collectively shifted their consciousness and frequencies. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. So, the Palladians had an ego trip, power trip to get through, and now that's how they're able to leave, live in peace and harmony. The Venusians, meaning the people that's on Venus, the not people, but the beings on Venus, they also had to get through this shit we're going through now as humans on Earth. Where it's like everybody's kind of like trying to wake everybody up and be like, hey, let's just be loving. Love thy neighbors. Let's help. Let's get rid of the bad guys. Like... They also had to do this. This is so fucking crazy. So that's why they don't have money systems, fraud, and disharmony, wars and shit anymore. Because it's like they fought, they made it. All oh, this gives me, like, this is inspirational, girl. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> it was eons ago that this happened to them. But it's like it almost wiped out their whole bloodline. Like their egos. Kind of like what we're doing. I mean, we there's lots of us. But it's like... Like I said, that that gray um, theory, it's like we see a timeline of where it could happen and we could all become the creepy grays that are cloning humans and putting their memories in, in them and shit like that with the Elon Musk shit. Or we can just get over ourselves and be loving to each other, tap into the law of one and get on this fucking vibration. You see what I'm saying? It's like, look, bro, this is how we got through. We had the love. Yeah. It almost destroyed Venus as a whole. And it forced them to wake up and ascend. That's what's going on in the world right now. I can't even say just America because it's the whole world. Damn, this is deep. Venusians reside in the higher astral realms of the fourth dimension. So you can probably visit this place on the fourth dimension. It's somewhat looks and parallels to the appearance to the third dimension but it's more alive luminous and enlightened so if you ever have visited this place before it kind of looks like it it could be our 3d existence but it's like wow i've never seen this many trees here in the earth it's so fresh and there's no beef and you don't hear gunshots and shit it's just like wow where am i you know what i'm saying even though you're in dream time it's like it's different since they activated their consciousness, they're fully able to present their etheric light body form if they desired. Nigga, what? Since they activated their consciousness, they're able to be fully present in their etheric light body form. So they can glow if they wanted to, or it's like something about they can either glow like if they wanted to or if they wanted to like they can look like because i see the picture they can look like you or me like they're cute they're coupled up they got a boo they got the twin flame soulmate whatever right they're harmonious it's vibes soulmates romance shit like that right but what i'm thinking is like if they wanted to and they're like babe let's go and be orbs on earth or something like that they can literally turn into like a spirit form since their vibration's so high and they can travel that way that's what i'm picking up that's dope they can auto also manifest into their 3d material body if they choose what nigga what what <laughs> i'm 
sorry y'all i'm like reading this and trying to explain this like that's crazy so they can choose whether they are walking around on venus doing their thing if they want to leave and be a glowing orb or if they want to look like they do on earth and like go into their 3d body on earth because they might have a 3d body on earth that's like you know how you be like oh your higher self you know how you hear that when it comes to spirituality like your higher self wants you to choose this it's like your higher self will be in dream time i mentioned that i mentioned that a lot with you guys i say some people don't have higher selves in dream time i've had to see my enemies recently these past few years with them showing me all these secrets and shit going on behind my back i've got to see people's higher selves in dream time and some of them really don't have higher selves where it's like okay even if they're an asshole in person they might have a higher self in dream time where they're more um non-asshole like no there's some people that have very dark higher selves so you can see people's souls on the astral plane so with them they mainly stay on the astral realms but if they wanted to i mean they'll stay on the astral realms or in venus but if they want to and they're like say one of them i don't know how to explain this say one of you guys listening as like a higher self and i'm not saying you're an asshole walking around but it's like maybe you have some disharmony to you every once in a blue moon i don't know and it's like, say your higher self is like, fuck it, I want to go and do something on the 3D realms. It can tap in with you and like your higher self can integrate with your 3D self, which is like your lower self. And you could be walking around and now you're balanced, if that makes sense. Like you could have been off before, but now you're balanced and now you're bringing more love and harmony into the world. That's deep. That is very deep. They're very psychic and extremely empathic. They're master manifestors. They have a form of telepathy used for communication. So they don't even talk. They just use telepathy. When they're in their astral form, they don't eat actual food. But their bodies or their energy source, their astral form, absorbs energy as sustenance and nutrition. Many Venusians visit and are sometimes supposed to, like, with their life contract, supposed to come and live here on Earth. Um, Of course, Earth has harsh densities. So transitioning to 3D could be difficult for them. What does that even mean? What is that like a difficult birth or something? I don't get that. What does that mean? Or they could just have a hard time love, like finding love or something on this planet because they're not used to this vibration. Oh, there's someone named Valiant Thor. He was a well-known Venusian that worked at the Pentagon in the early 60s during Eisenhower's presidency. What? I'm going to have to look him up. So there's somebody in history named Valiant Thor. V-A-L-I-A-N-T. Thor, like the god Thor. Um, And apparently he was telling people he's Venusian. He worked at the Pentagon during Eisenhower's presidency. I'm going to have to look him up. The Venusians are energetically deep. 
and they're connected with the heart vibrations of unconditional love and they also are participating in the awakening consciousness of us human beings earthlings whatever they call us that's deep as fuck I'm still stuck on the fact that, like, I never knew how that worked. Like, I know as being, like, a teacher, it's like, okay. I always talk about, like, how you can integrate your higher and lower self and become one. And I talk about how, like, you can battle your shadow self and, like, you know, all that good shit. But it's, like, to hear it and how it's done is, like, kind of blowing my mind right now. So now we got past all the beings and now we're going into like energies that are surrounding some of these moons and then hopefully the rest of the cards will explain what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> Cause I'm like I'm still don't I still don't get it. I kinda do. But it's like what are y'all saying these moons are? So interesting. Interesting, interesting. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to like put them in order. And shit like that. Okay, boom. So now I'm seeing this thing that's actually on. It's like the Illuminati took it, but it's not theirs. You know how you see the all-seeing eye with the wings? I think this might even be on the fucking dollar bill. The Corpus Christi type of thing where it's like the all-seeing eye, the pyramid, the wings, and shit like that. That's actually called the Philosopher's Stone when it comes to alchemy. Um... And it's like, it could be a part of sacred geometry. But I see it here, so I wonder what the fuck that has to do with anything. The alchemy, the philosopher's stone, is tied to um, infinity, destiny, and magic. The philosopher's stone is also called the great work. In Latin, it's magnus opius. Okay, I thought it was the other one, but whatever. The term is ancient esoteric for alchemist scientists. Um, Magnus Opus literally means the masterpiece. Prima Matera, formless substance from the universe. What the fuck? A formless substance from the universe. It's just an energy. Ancient alchemy was shrouded by... Coded double speak, which involved both physiological chemistry that turned base metals into gold, known as the elixir of life, immortality. <gasps> Nigga, what? Possible monotonic gold. Didn't I say? I just said that the Anunnaki, Enlil, and Enki, they were here mining for monotonic gold, right? and interdimensional uh, interdimensional like material so this mentions it again so that means this has to do with physiological chemistry turning base metals gold into immortality elixirs this type of gold holds interdimensional qualities i'm tripping Simultaneously, the alchemist, scientists, mystics practiced esoteric shifting of the universe in energy hidden to non-seers. Hidden to non-seers. What the fuck? Nigga, I'm trying to make sense of this. So what I feel like I just read is They got some type of liquid gold. 
that helps you travel interdimensionally and or become immortal. But this type of energy source is hidden to people that are blinded to it. The Philosopher's Stone is an alchemy symbol of squaring the circle. It's both mathematical and metaphorical. Mathematically squaring the circle. What the fuck? It's, it also could be... Oh my god, I think this has to do with your third eye. Okay. Mathematically squaring the circle with only straight lines and circles is impossible. Metaphorically squaring the circle is about the merging of the spirit and matter. Oh. So. What I'm picking up is there's some type of liquid gold that has to do with one of these moons. Whether it's there already or it's it's something we can't see. Because we don't have... It's like, okay, yeah, my third eye is open. Your third eye can be open. You can be seeing here and shit like that. But it's deeper than that. Um, I'm kind of picking up, like, you know, how as humans, we only have, like, a certain amount of light that bounces off our eye or something like that. And it's like that allows us to only see certain light. Um, what we see in front of us is what we get. But, like, certain people, like me and other people that have these gifts, you can see orbs, you can see auras, you can see spirits, you can see shadows, shit like that. Not everybody can. How I mentioned how there's certain people on this planet that it seems like they're crazy. Because they're going around talking to other beings and shit, but maybe they see something else that even the people that think they're normal can't see. It's something about, like, it's your third eye, but it's like, it's not expanded as it fully could be. Because you have to merge your spirit and matter together. It's like the elixir of life. This is sacred geometry. The large circle symbolizes infinite macro universe. The triangle balancing within the circle symbolizes ether, spirit, trinity, past, present, future, life, death, rebirth, body, mind, soul. Yeah, it's like a consciousness. It's like an awareness, but it's also like, it's like as if they could have put a consciousness into a form. It's like this interdimensional liquid gold elixir, if that makes sense. Nigga, I don't even know if that makes sense to me. I'm like, what? That triangle symbolizes the four elements, four directions, four seasons. The smallest circle inside the square symbolizes the micro, the infinite void that links you back to the the macro infinite universe. This is about... Wait, hold on. I'm 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 gonna just try to balance this out in my head real quick. Merging spirit and matter. Ether, spirit, the trinity of past, present, future, life, death, rebirth, mind, body, soul. This is basically like the Christ consciousness in like a physical form. Like, okay. My brain is blown right now, but it's like 
imagine you just studying, 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 studying. Like, imagine somebody knows more than me, even though I'm teaching you guys. Imagine somebody knows more than me. It's like if you were able to um, compartmentalize their brain matter and, like, the knowledge that they have, this would be it. And it would be in, like, a gold elixir form. It could even be saying, like, this is what is in our bodies that have, like, it's like dormant energy or it's like junk DNA and I I say that because I was watching um what the fuck is that called X-Files one day and there was this one little boy I mentioned the episode before and a little boy was like able to read minds and do shit and they were like testing the boy's brain and trying to pull little pieces out without like fucking him up and shit and doing surgery on him and shit and doing all these tests and it's like they were trying to figure out how he does this and they realized that the same celestial being alien species whatever ufo that they were tracking in the x-files they realized that the little boy had the same genetic code as this thing so it's almost like um this could have been like something we were made with but it's in our dna but it's like dormant because we have all this other bullshit and toxins in our mind our daily life the food we eat the air we breathe all that kind of shit but it's like um it's like bro if that all wasn't there and we were able to be on our highest vibration this elixir that we were created with this philosopher's stone this alchemy we're created with this is like we all hold our Akashic records within us. You know how they be like, go within yourself. All the answers are there. They literally are. And it's like in your third eye. Oh, man, this is deep. So your third eye is like your pineal gland. If you were like actually um, looking into that, it's your pineal gland. So this could have been why the scientists back in the day were studying like calcified and decalcified pineal glands. And like, what's the difference between that? Activated and non-activated pineal glands. Um, Dormant DNA, junk DNA. Like, we can have all this DNA that makes you up. Like, oh yeah, that's your mother, that's your father, that's your gifts, that's this, that's that, that, that. But it's like, there's also DNA that they cannot quite explain. This is that DNA because it needs to be activated. And once it's activated, it's like you'll be able to tap into all this stuff. The the matter and the spirit will be one. Because it's like before that, you're just kind of living life in this fleshy existence, thinking that all you see is what you get. But when you tap into your spirit, when you go within, you'll learn more. And it'll kind of activate your philosopher's stone. So it's not actually like, I mean, they probably have it somewhere on the planet where it's like a elixir thing. And I see that they came to Earth to mine it and to create as beings from it, but or put some of this in us. But there's somewhere where this is like a hub of this. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe for the future generations, or I don't fucking know how that works. But there's a hub somewhere that has this elixir. That's deep. <sighs> I gotta take a deep breath after that one. (laughs) I'll be back.
figure. So now the card I got is the earth element. And it's talking about, like I said, um, the earth has four main energetic forces or like the four corners of the earth. Um, it's earth so There's portals on planet Earth that can lead to the moon. Is what I'm picking up from that. Like, there's portals that's on this physical Earth that can lead us to the moon. We also have one of the things we talked about before, Eurobus, I think it's pronounced that, or Auroboros, something like that. O-U-R-O-B-O-R-O-S, something like that. And I said it was like the infinite, um, the serpent dragon, the reborn, being reborn. There's a multi-dimensional place that is like life, death, resurrecting that's also on this planet. But this is Earth. Or this is why a certain moon comes around Earth. Or there's a portal to this. Because I feel like this Philosopher's Stone and me seeing this Philosopher's Stone and seeing this infinity, eternal past life. And then I'm also seeing infinity, destiny, magic. It's like rebirth, um, coming back, reincarnation tied in with the philosopher's stone and this energy it's like a portal to come back what the fuck yeah it's like a portal to come back um an everlasting like loop this is crazy I see the pentagram here, and of course, we talk about how that's like a portal as well. I do see, I know what this is talking about. This is like the afterlife. Oh my god. There's a portal to like the afterlife on our planet. I mean, it doesn't really surprise me, but it's like, what the fuck? I was not expecting that. Okay. Yeah, and it talks about... Okay, 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 boom. This is talking about death now, and if you're scared of that, I mean, just... I don't know why you listen to me, because I talk about this shit so freely. But, like, um... Death, the afterlife. You know how I mention all the times with, like, my enemies and shit, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I seen that person in limbo. That person's in limbo. This person's in limbo. With some of y'all readings, I'd be like, whoever went against you, your ancestors put them in limbo. The gods put them in limbo. Um, when you're in limbo, stuck on this planet Earth, it's like, I mentioned how your shadow self, like for some of them, your shadow self is out here, your darker aspect of you, the darker side of you is out here. Like I mentioned how some people summon demons upon themselves, trying to go against me and do all this shit. So now their actual soul that I once knew walking around here laughing joking eating doing whatever it's no longer on this actual reality they are in limbo 
I see it here. It's like when they're in denial about something, when they're shamed about something, projecting something to someone, doing something evil. Psychologically, spiritually, it's like purgatory. So you know how some people be like, earth is a prison. Some people say earth is a school. It's both. It's like if you fail a lesson in school or you fail doing something and it's like you're in trouble, you got to go to detention, ISI. It's kind of like you're stuck there. Your soul doesn't get to go to another dimension, another parallel universe, another um, planet or galaxy or whatever. It doesn't get to go there. It stays here, but it's in a shadow aspect that is um, not seen, denied, or concealed from the public. So I mentioned that. And it's like I mentioned shadow people too. I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, you might see shadow people. Just because you see shadow figures don't mean that the shadow figures you see are your spirit team. It could be um, shadow people that are lost, stuck, wandering this realm. Because they were refusing to rise above themselves, get over their ego, tap into their higher self. They stayed in their lower selves, which causes your spirit, your soul to fragment and your psyche as well and it blocks out your alignment enlightenment and alignment with your soul how i just said like on the philosopher's stone that body like matter is your body your physical fleshy self right and your spirit must combine to become enlightened to have this christ consciousness that all these beings are trying to help us on this planet elevate to if people are stuck in their lower vibrational selves they're stuck in their bad habits, bad ways. That's why I preach to you guys so much that it's important to cut those people off. Because if they are stuck in that, they're going to bring you down to that. And if you go off the rocker so bad to not realize that the law of one, that everything matters, everything you do to people matters, karma, dharma, all that kind of stuff, right? If you don't realize that and you refuse to acknowledge that you are a spiritual being on this planet and you just go around in your ego ego is edging god out so you edge the gods out then it's like you're stuck here so it's basically teaching me i mean i knew about limbo but it's like i didn't know this was like a thing 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 you know what i'm saying yeah so when all these when i'm talking about all my episodes when i'm like oh yeah that person went against me and they were doing i'm like bro what is your weird ass doing you're doing a seance and you're trying to summon my spirit it's like people hating me so much they would do all this weird shit magically because they see i'm into this but it's like dog i don't do this kind of magic you're you're like oh she's into magic she's into this let me look up something to hurt her and you didn't even study it the shit you're doing i don't even do you know, if you got beef with me, I don't care. I don't see you. I don't think about you. They will obsess over this type of shit. They will do this type of shit. So they're not really aware. They're not even unaware. They're not semi-aware. They're like on autopilot. Their spirit kind of really leaves. And now they're stuck in this shadow aspect. And I mentioned how I have dreams of people like this. And they're, um, so whenever I see this, I must be on this realm. And I'm able to see people having to watch a lower vibrational being take over their physical body. I said this shit. And I be saying it joking and shit and talking shit, but it's real. So this proves it. 
Yeah, and it's not even something where I'm like, oh yeah, I casted a spell and took their soul off their body. No, the gods, the higher beings, the celestial beings, they will literally separate you from your meaty, fleshy existence and put you in limbo if you're doing something that's going against the law of one. There's so many chances that they can give you, but it's like, it's like, like I said, it's like, um, you have so many suspensions in school to the point it's like, dog, you're expelled. You gotta go. You cannot come back here. Not into this whole district. You feel me? Something like that. Yeah, they're done. Wow. So denial or refusal to see your shadow self. That's why shadow work is so important. I teach y'all shadow work too. When I'm teaching y'all about um, bettering yourself, changing your mind, changing the way you eat, you think about yourself, shit like that. That's helping heal your shadow aspects to integrate them together. To help your mind, body, soul, spirit all become one. If it's not one, it has to get separated. There's no split. It's like, no, you have to be separated. That is deep. Damn. They're on, like, autopilot. They can't do anything. Um, now, if there's, like, dark entities subconsciously that reside in people, those are called archons. And they can steer and manipulate this person that is not conscious. So a lot of these people that have been doing sick-ass, fucked-up shit to people, and it's not just me, it's y'all too, probably. These people are ran by archons, which are um, also dark entities that hang around, like, the abandoned aspects of life. They hang around these people to, like, control them and be like... So it's like, you know how people be like, I hear voices, I hear voices telling me to hurt people, to do things. It's like, okay, their soul and their spirit is slowly but surely separating from their body. Now, if you listen to that archon and it tells you to go kill somebody and you kill that person... That archon is now in control of your body, and now you're on autopilot. You don't even really, I mean, you're still here walking, breathing. You're probably in prison now, but you're on autopilot. Now you have another dark being in control of you. It's not even like, oh, it's a demon. No, it's like literally a energy that's already separated. It's like this is a whole realm, and it's here on this planet. Shadow self happens during childhood. It progressively manifests if it's not integrated. So, you know how... Damn, that's deep. You know how I talk about, like, inner child healing and how today is one of my inner child healing days. Like, literally me doing this episode, listening to it, doing my thing, watching shows and shit. I think last night I watched 13 going on 30. That was like... I'm not gonna hold you. It kind of, like, made me a little emotional because it's like, damn, I'm about to be 30. And it's like, I remember watching this as a kid... And I was like, I want to be 30, flirty, and thriving, you know? Like, that was my shit. That was my movie, right? Um, it's like, inner child healing is important because if you don't, and it's like, y'all hear everything I've been through. I'm not going to repeat it right now. But it's like, y'all have heard all my podcasts, all the shit I've been through as a child, all the shit I've been through as a young adult, teenager, grown-up. It's so much shit. If I wouldn't have integrated that with my soul and I'd just been out here doing fucked up shit, it's like it would have manifested into... It's like, damn. How do you explain that? It's like hurt people hurt people. 
So if something happened and somebody set you on fire as a kid and now you got burn marks, but you know how it felt. Instead of um, going through life and healing that, because I know people that have been burned all over their body and they was the most confident person I ever known. They healed through that. Um, if you don't heal through that, then you might grow up and become someone that set somebody else on fire. You know, I've seen that too on Criminal Minds, but I've seen it. Hurt people, hurt people. They're mad, so now they're going around and they're arsonists. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, damn, dog, you know how it feels, but you never healed that aspect, so the archon took over you. Your soul is separate from your body matter. So now your soul is just kind of in limbo, trying to yell and like, hey, stop that, please don't do it. But this archon, this dark presence, this shadow self is now in control and is just on autopilot doing whatever because now it's a dark being on this planet it can't contain anything else yeah so if you heal what you go through in your childhood because it looks like shadow cells start throughout childhood if you heal what you go through throughout that then it's like you can integrate with yourself and you don't have to be part of the shadow aspect Shadow self contains anything that we were taught that we're um, judged for or judged as a small child to see as inappropriate, wrong, shameful, bad, punished, rejected. Any of them type of feelings and you like took it to the head. Um, It's also about what we blame ourselves from, punish ourselves for, um, what we put back onto ourselves. Mm. These type of things could be passed on through, like, generations, families, um, schools, communities, cultures. It's like growing up being told you're a bully and shit from 9-11 and being told that you're a terrorist the whole time. And then it's like you grow up and you actually become that terrorist. It's like that could have not been on your mind, but you integrated that with yourself. You, instead of healing through that and being like, these motherfuckers are stupid. I'm not even this culture. I'm not this. No, you grow up and you be what they say that you are. That's kind of like it too. Yeah, not denying the aspects anymore. So how you heal from this is like you don't deny these aspects. You might not like them, but you accept them in yourself, meaning like, example you gotta realize what energy is yours um like how i be like i know i could be an asshole i know i could be violent i know this it's like taking ownership for your for your shit like you know you can't just dish the shit out without like taking ownership for it you know what i'm saying like if you can dish it out you can take it back i say that all the time because i do this it's like yeah, I, I could talk shit about y'all, but at the same time, I could talk shit about myself. I, I'll um, admit when I'm wrong. I'll do shit like that. It's like, if you can't integrate these type of lower vibrational things, like, I tell y'all, if I'm going to cuss you out, I'm going to cuss you out to your face if I can. If I'm going to do something, that's why I'm like, with these people trying to frame me and say I did certain things in these courts and shit, it's like, no. I'm the type of motherfucker that I'll tell the judge, yeah, nigga, I did this. I don't give a fuck. Give me my time. Because it's like, if I did it, I did it. Even if it was a lower vibrational violent thing to do, I did it. So I'm going to claim that. That's my shadow self. That's me um, being in control of my full self. The darker aspects and the lighter aspects. It's like, 
if you're not doing that and you're trying to pass off the darker aspects like it's a lighter aspect and never integrate never heal from it and you're not consciously aware of what you're doing you're projecting um in denial of self they'll just separate you from yourself Facing and owning your shadow aspects can be challenging, painful, but it it helps because it helps you with self-awareness, humility, accountability, forgiving yourself. Shadow work is the true test of self-love. I mention it all the time. I said, when y'all on this healing journey, it is going to get ugly as fuck. You're going to have to realize some shit about yourself, but you're a bigger person for doing that. These people that don't want to do that, this is why they're getting separated. True core healing always contains huge elements of shadow work. That's why it's so important. Nigga, the nigga was too stunned to speak. I didn't know that. Damn. So this is why I see these people there. So Earth could be a prison planet for a lot of beings that are in their shadow selves. Damn, there's portals and shit too but i don't feel like they're in the remember i said with these certain portals just because they're a shadow self and they might stumble upon this portal right let's say they somehow stumbled upon like mount shasta's portal or something they're probably not gonna go to the higher vibrational realms they're probably gonna go to the lower vibrational realms because you're already a lower vibrational energy which are a spirit you see what i'm saying this is fucking deep okay this is like the last one the pentagram was mentioned again but i just did that and we already know about that so i'm not gonna really get into that too much and we got the water element so what the fuck does the water element have to do with any of this This is my question i know earth is a prison but the water points there's four four Okay, there's four corners of the earth that are very prominent in keeping the earth balanced. There's also four classical, critical, energetic forces that are in the waters that also sustain this element. There's a portal in the water. Actually, dog, I'm not gonna hold you. I've seen shit like this, and I was just like, oh, that's just a TikTok video. But I've seen people be like... Um, yo, did you see this on the... I don't know if it's the news or it's like, yo... Um, you know how fucking bystanders and shit will pull out their cameras everywhere and be like, yo, we just seen a spaceship go into the water and fly back out and they'll, like, record it and then, like, somehow a TikToker will get it. So I seen it. And it'd be like a spaceship would go into the water. And then it just leave and come back. There's portals in the water, too. There's portals on Earth, obviously. Um, there's the four main corners and the four corners of the water as well somehow. Or at least four main portals in the water. Earth is a school, but it's also a prison. And I also see that the Philosopher's Stone is actually in our pineal gland. And then we talked about how these other beings and shit that's associated with these moons are trying to help us raise our consciousness so we can open up this halls of a mentee and be able to travel just like them so a lot for me to wrap my brain around i'm gonna pause it here
got out of reading <laughs> and breaking down what I'm reading for you guys and like reading in between the lines. And now we're on the cards. Finally, really like that. So I see they're showing me that um, we cannot go towards these portals that lead us to these different moons. So I mentioned maybe like seven um, different beings that are on these moons. And I said we have 12 moons. So um, there's probably more beings or even if it's just that energy source like that life or death type of portal where you're able to go and be reborn in another planet or something. Even if, if those energy sources were on these planets too, that'll make up for the other, like, what, five moons and shit that I didn't mention? Or maybe we'll find out more about that. But I see that we cannot take action and, and be like, oh yeah, just because we got the gadgets and gadgets, let's go to this Stargate portal and go through. Like, no, it's not going to happen. We have a lot to heal first. We got a lot to release before we can go to this portal. So these portals stay closed. The more we work through our fears, which I feel like a lot of us on this planet are too afraid to do. So I feel like since it's like ascension time right now, a lot of these beings, like I said, there's other beings on this planet, even though they might look human, they are trying to help raise this ascension to get everybody to their Christ consciousness. And it's like, um, when that's able to happen, that's when it'll open. If they don't want to do that and they don't want to, like, fit and join into the program, they'll be stuck on Earth in limbo. Um, Yeah, because they, like, refuse to heal during the time of healing. This is like a mass awakening time of healing is what I'm seeing. So if you're wondering, like, damn, dog, all of a sudden, I don't know where everybody's psychic and shit. It's like, yeah, because you got to remember that the powers that be are going to try to throw in minions and shit to and pay them to um and get them viewers and all that type of shit promises and blue check marks on twitter and shit millions of followers to listen to them but they might not be talking about shit but like me or you might have our platform we might got a couple thousand followers a couple hundred a couple shit two digits but it's like our shit is the real shit it's because they're trying to block out the truth the powers that that be right now right yeah this is a huge time for healing if you're not trying to step out your comfort zone and release your healing it's like slowing down the consciousness this is literally what happened with the palladians and the venusians they both as a whole had to get to this fifth and sixth through ninth type of dimension by healing as a collective that's what we're going through right now wow yeah, they're like, step outside your comfort zone. If you don't want to make the requirements adjusted, you might not be able to come. So it's like the body snatchers. It's like, Loki, you'll be like snatched off this planet energetically because you don't want to integrate. That's what that means. Yeah, it's like um, there's never going to, it's like, it's not always going to be tough cycles ahead. It's not going to always be hard. But it's like, if you can't get out your own way, how can you? It's the law of one. So it's like, these beings consider this law of one highly, highly important. And I see when it comes to the moons, it's like the um, the moons um, bring certain energies with them in order to have your emotions running high enough to um, 
deal with these certain situations, you know? Some people be like, um, the moon makes people violent. Some moons make people fight. It's like you can be at home inside your own skin and balance that out and deal with your own anger in a healthy way. But if you go out there and keep doing this and keep getting violent with the moon, they're going to snatch your ass. Because it's like you're not working on that. Maybe you need to heal something that you're angry about. Go to a counselor, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, these moons, super moons, stuff like that, when they come really close, they're showing you like, hey, this is to heal yourself. Surrender. You know, no, you don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like these moons, yeah, you can use them for magic and shit. Of course, duh. But the way you use it for magic is the way that's getting people caught up. I'm going to mention that because it's like, okay, these people are doing beauty spells, breakup spells, love spells, spell, 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 sex magic, all this fucking bullshit to take me and my partner away from each other, to take us out, death spells, um, womb spells, fertility spells, all this fucking shit, right? But like the whole point of the moon coming around and you getting in your emotions to hate on me, my husband, my kids, the whole point of that is for you to sit down before you get those candles and do these spells and be like, damn, what is it about me that I'm not happy with that I feel like I have to take something out on this person? Like, who the fuck is this person? Like I said, if I don't care about a person, I'm not going to go out my way to think about them, to do something on them. None of that shit. I just don't care. You know what I'm saying? I just don't fuck with you. We don't have to be in the same energy. We don't ever have to be around each other, talk to each other, nothing. I don't care if we got the same ex. That doesn't matter. People will never get out their shadow selves. And I see these moons come around for you to heal yourself. This is like the magic that I'm teaching you guys is what's supposed to be done with these moons. Now, I'm not saying you can't use a moon to do a money manifestations and stuff like that, like with a Capricorn moon or something. I'm just saying you're not supposed to be doing it to be in a shadow aspect and be like, I'm going to use this moon to take away all her money, all his money. Like, no, it's supposed to have you go into yourself and figure out what's going on with you. So the way I'm teaching you guys is the correct way, the ancient way. I'm seeing it in the cards. Now, when I just said there's a lot of teachers out, there's a lot of spiritualists and shit trying to be like, oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm that, da, 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 listen to me, I'll do the moon manifestation for you. And you guys are sending them a bunch of cash at PayPal payments for them to do a moon magic shit on live and you watch it, but they stealing your energy. So pretty soon you're going to notice that that person was living in their shadow selves, taking your money, nothing was happening for you. You keep coming back. Because the person's taking your energies. Energy. That person probably going to be in limbo for doing that. Because it's like they took the occult knowledge they had and they use it against. It's not the law of one. Y'all are supposed to be surrendering things. Like I said, the full moons. Surrender. Cut off anything you don't want. New moons. Manifest what you do want. Everything in between. Look into the moons. I'm not going to teach y'all all that. I need y'all to read too. You feel me? Yeah. These moons are around in certain constellations to remind you of certain energies. So, example, if the moon is in Sagittarius, then it's like, okay, this moon, you're supposed to probably be optimistic. Um, plan some type of traveling. Do something that's going to get you out your comfort zone and explore and have life and have fun. Capricorn moon. Man, it's something about business, money, um, 
maybe like manifesting new materials, co-workers, um, colleagues, manifesting better things like that, or like manifesting that you're a boss and you're able to hire a stellar team. I don't know. This is the type of shit you're supposed to be doing, okay? Believing in the impossible with the blue moons. These certain moons that come around has these energies for you. Um, yeah, Sagittarius moons and shit like um, luck being on your side. Anything you manifest, it could happen. But I see a lot of people are not meditating and contemplating on what this actually means. They're just like, oh, there's a new moon this day. Let me go ahead and curse this person. Oh, there's a full moon that way. Let me take away everything all at once. Like, And then they're not understanding why the karma is coming back to them. This is what I mean by I don't have to do magic on people. You're doing magic on yourself because your sap shadow self is taking over your soul to the point that if you make, it's like you're hanging on by a thread. And for some of these people I've mentioned on my episodes before, I'm like, damn, you're not even, I'm like, I know for my stepsister in particular, I'm like, damn, she's not even a, her soul's gone. There's a couple people that I mentioned, like my ex and shit, his, his soul's gone. He done did so many love spells and tried to kill me so many times. His soul and his body is no longer. I see him in dream time every once in a blue moon. When I visit this shadow realm I guess I didn't even know that's what it was I would just see people stuck in a room with a window and they are forced to watch themselves but now I see what that means so this is in connection with the moon because there's some moons that you have to have energy positive energy to even gain the momentum to get there it's like you can't yeah you can't just get there you can't just have a straight shot to this moon some of these moons are black holes Meaning, like, they're portals to get to somewhere else. The other ones have these other beings on it where it's like, oh, cool, I can pee here. I'm in Venus. I'm chilling, you know? But it have, it'll have a portal to go into another moon. Facts. Without you realizing it, the new moons where you can't see them, it's actually a portal. So, for example, if we were actually in space, like, I mean, duh, we're in space. But, I mean, like, if we were in, like, some type of spaceship... And, you know, normally with the full moon, the half moon, quarter moon, and shit like that, we, we can kind of see it. But with the new moon, you can't see it because of the way the sun and the moon is opposite of each other. It just looks black in the sky. If we were in the sky and, you know, there's a bunch of stars and shit lighting around it, you can see this blacked out planet. If you flew towards that, you would actually get pulled into going into that and have a fresh new start, a new portal. It's literally a new door, opportunity, life existence for you a new start that is what new moons are it's a portal the moons that are really close to you close to earth that seems like it's like right there it's trying to pull out the energy enough to help it's like a test it's like okay you notice that super moons come around and people start tripping but it's like okay it's here to pull it out okay if you don't if you either i'll pull out this energy either you're gonna change it or not if you don't change it hey this is what's happening but it's like a test yeah to see if you're going to tap into the law of one or not to be able to get to this portal as a huge uh, as a whole human consciousness that is deep just because i might be able to make it you might not be able to make it or your friend or your family or whatever but it's like those people get taken care of by the cosmos as long as we keep doing what we're doing keep raising our vibration 
sooner enough yeah you keep meditating contemplating doing the things you're supposed to do healing your shadow aspects healing yourself that's how you um get to a prosperous future meaning you have options you can go to different constellations different planets other moons other things like that because it's like just because you're in one of these constellations their moon might have the guardians you might go to another constellation their moon might have the palladians you know what i'm saying it's like that doesn't mean that's where all the palladians are that's just like hey we're mainly based here but hey this is our little side place this is a portal in between something y'all want to chill here you can you don't have to stay here yeah it's like you can go wherever you want so the idea of time travel interstellar traveling multi-dimensionally traveling it's there at our fingertips but as a consciousness we have to all raise our vibration by um creating resolutions to our personal issues once that happens oh my god i had a dream about this a long time ago yeah once that happens then it's like there's going to be a huge difference in the sky i said this and i don't remember what i said it on I don't remember what episode and I was like imagine just like the sky opening up and you're like damn I never seen the sky do that before I said that on the um episode with the China hole the sinkhole in China how that was the reality they had and then I was explaining to like what if we were outside looking and all of a sudden now there's a big gaping hole in our sky that we're used to not seeing nothing there how traumatizing or dramatic or like scary that would be once we all as human beings on this planet raise our vibrations collectively all at once even if it's like on we're on different timelines and shit but all the people that are not the cosmos are doing with them what they want to do with them the ones that are it's like they will literally be a portal open to us so i'm not gonna hold you i had a dream about this and it was crazy because it was like we were on this beach or something in the dream and um there was a bunch of people i mean there wasn't hella people like you know what i'm saying it was like a normal amount of people on the beach but it's like i didn't see like the world the whole world but it's like um the skies kind of looked different it was gray it was like the moon was there and you know how normally like if it's a full moon people might link up do little rituals and things like that um together as a community it was kind of like that type of vibe but it's like the you know how like the sky and the water will reflect off of each other like a mirror it was like the sky was kind of gray so the waters was kind of gray and it made the sand and everything around it look gray it was weird and everybody was like staring up at the moon and it was a countdown it was like five four three two and like the old moon like blew up and we seen it blow up and then it's like this black hole portal was open and everybody was like cheering and it looked like an eclipse almost you know how like the eclipse it'll like go in front of the moon i mean the moon will go in front of the sun and like block it out and have that ring around it it was almost like that in the dream and everybody was cheering and then i was like what the fuck and i woke up this happened like months ago it's somewhere in my fucking dream journal but I think I was witnessing a very, 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 very far future event of us getting there and, like, what that actually looks like. 
And I feel like since our uh, um, awareness and our consciousness will be so enlightened and um, expansed, uh, you know, like it'll be quite expansive. I feel like it's like um, we'll know and we'll feel um, when this fiery um, climax approaches to like to the point we'll be able to count it down. And it's like that final eclipse will happen and there'll be a portal and that portal will just be open. Yeah. But it's nothing scary coming through that portal. It's love, loving vibes, healing vibes, things that you would only see in your dreams, shit like that. Yeah, answers that we've always been looking for, needing other beings coming through, communicating with us. Yeah, oh my God, this is so filthy. But it's like right now we're not looking at the bigger picture. Right now, our spirituality and practicality in this universe as a whole, I'm not saying you or me, but I'm talking about as a whole, it's not aligned. It's not in alignment. We think logically before we think with spirit. And it's like we are fucking spiritual beings. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're not robots. We're, we are spiritual beings. We are a spirit in this vessel. So to not think spiritually is just like kind of fucking dumb to me. Like, you are a spirit. Um, that's deep. Damn, that's what that dream meant. It's like, bro, some of the shit... It's like, that's why dream journals are important or just like having a good memory about your dreams is really important because it's like, dog, I had a dream about this and I seen it happening. Like I said, I don't know when it's going to fucking happen. I just seen it happening and the portal opening. And it's like, when I seen that card, it reminded me, I was like, what the fuck is that? But like, yeah, the moon was like full and it like exploded and left. And then, like, two seconds later, it was, like, this portal open, and everybody was cheering. Nobody was scared. Nobody was worried. It was, like, we knew we finally got there. And it's, like, I don't know. And during this episode, it's, like, damn, that's cool. That happened to the Palladians before. That happened to the Venusians before. So it's not just, like, us Earthlings. It's, like, something that the galaxy, the universe, the cosmos as a whole, everybody has to go through this ego death. Like, you have to get rid of ego because it edges the gods out. How can you be in tune with the heavens and the gods if you're edging them out? You don't want them in your life. You're in your ego too much. I'm going to pause it here. Our ancient shamans knew about having more than one moon, these portals to these other planets and realms and things. They knew about this. That's why with the law of one, they looked at it as like every part of nature, every rock, river, mountain, animal, tree. They all have a spirit, a story, and a purpose. They respected their selves and the souls of their ancestors. You know what I'm saying? They respected their cattle. They respected everything. This was going on for thousands of years before it was ended. That's why um, religion-based systems came and then it took over spiritual-based systems. But if you look into the history of all our cultures, I don't give a fuck what culture you are. You might have a religious-based system where you might be Catholic or Roman Catholic or Christian now. But I feel like before then, your ancestors were something totally different. But you're looking at it as like, oh, it was evil, it was demonic, it was witchcraft, it was this, but really it was not. It was healing, wisdom, shamans, rituals, divination, things like that. Shamans used to walk between worlds. Um, They are considered like mediums. They can communicate with spirits and provide answers and guidance to the community. 
They were considered the protectors, protectors of earth, guardians of nature's. Um, every shaman is different, and they choose someone to teach within the family, so it stopped being passed down through the ages. It stopped being shared. Yeah. We're supposed to focus on our connection with earth, animals, and nature spirits. Um, you could be a male or female. It does not matter. It's, it's like, this is what's supposed to see. Healers, seers, shamans could be in other people's ancestries, and they could have passed on these gifts and special knowledge to you to help, even if not the collective, maybe help your family lineage. Dig deep, ask the universe, contact your ancestor spirits and stuff like that. But it's like, your gifts that you have, spiritual knowledge that you have naturally, this is meant for you to heal yourself. Some of you guys are natural Reiki healers and things. It's like, massage reiki healing arts anything like that it helps us all ascend because you're like surrounding yourself with healing others you guys have golden auras some of you guys have golden auras where it's like you don't really become drained you can heal people this is because it's like it's a thing it's i'm not saying we're in a rush but it's like the these are the times that this is happening this is why it's like okay um everybody's going through like this spiritual phase it's like yeah well this is the time for it literally this could be like predicted on ancient relics and things like that of our ancestors and things that they left behind um the importance of gratitude being thankful sharing gratitude appreciation and harmony um well-being um also like speaking good having good manners things like that because it's like um what you project to someone else is like um that saying like um if you wouldn't want it done to you don't do it to someone else that's also like the law of one harmonious relationships people and the environment all of that kind of stuff um tapping in with the deities like this is how you raise your vibrations taking care of plants and nature the environment um being resourceful being resilient being the better like how i always say i'm not in competition with nobody i'm trying to be the better me tomorrow like whoever i am i mean you know i'm trying to say like whoever i am now today even if it's like today i'm angry i'm going to try to be better than who i was yesterday by not being angry tomorrow or something like that it's like you know what i'm saying like constantly checking yourself being respectful of your body detoxing when you need to also detoxes are very um fasting and detoxes are certain cultures and practices that fast there's certain ones that do detoxes i do detoxes um quite more often than i mentioned and it's just my own personal business i have so much magic and shit sent to me i see people in the dream time trying to send me beauty spells and shit make me overeat fat unhealthy shit like that um I combat that not by doing a spell, but just by, like, taking care of myself. You know what I'm saying? Even though I eat cookies and ice cream and shit, because this is still my flavor. I still like it. I still eat healthy fruits and vegetables. But even when I do have a time where I might binge out on some sweet shit or do something like that, I'll still detox. So having a balance within your body, caring enough to take care of your body, Learning how to simplify, go back to the basics and shit like that is like what's going on. I'm not going to hold you. Our ancestors were really tapped in with these beings. Because like when they were here before slavery and shit, they were so high vibing enough they can meet these beings. They knew about these portals and shit. We just, it's not, it's just not there. 
Family connections is really important. Kinship, respect, people. And I'm not saying, like, if you if you know you got a family like mine and they've been trying to hurt you and shit like that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about moving forward. Your future generations. It's important that you pass down these teachings to them because we're raising the vibrations. So your kids are already on a high vibe, but if you keep them away from toxins, negative energies, people traumas and shit if you protect them and you're a good parent and shit and you can help them avoid having to have shadow aspects to heal through keeping them balanced teaching them about yoga meditation calming themselves down speaking out what they mean you know what i'm saying like you know shit like that um writing passing this type of stuff down too if you're if you have this information in your head and you're like okay i only want to teach my family i'm not sure about a platform maybe just write a book so it's like one day people can just go and find this book and your knowledge can help them too it's all about like as a collective we're getting together and helping each other and realizing the law of one also balancing out what's going on with the animals so it's kind of like they're teaching us in this reading how to get there which I feel like we already knew is just, like, about actually applying it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, we know it, but, like, applying it. Connecting with animals. Animals are spirit guides. They're here to help um, healing and things like that. So if you got a horse, if you got a um, dog, a cat, a bird, a fish, I don't know. They're here to help with healing. Like how I said, how when all this happens, I want to... I mean, after the war and everything's done, we can go around and free the animals in the zoos and bring them back to where they need to go and in the aquariums and shit because it's like, um, they're not supposed to be locked up like that. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you. Through these portals, you can honestly reconnect with your past on loved ones. Like, yeah, of course. Like, you know how I talk about um, All Hallows' Eve in, um, things like that like the day of the dead and it's like um typically we know that that's like the threshold when those portals are all open and these spirits can roam earth um more freely so you get a lot more spiritual activity on halloween and all hallows eve the day of the dead shit like that october 31st and november 1st basically if you don't know what i'm talking about um i feel like through these portals it's like you could it, it, like if we were on that level right now in earth and it's like we had these portals more accessible to us because we got there like just picture for a second we're on that consciousness level and we're all like we did it like yeah cool we would be able to see our past on loved ones more um profoundly we would be able to see the faith folks the trees having faces in communicating us like you know on Pocahontas with like the the mother willow tree and shit we would able we would be able to see this we can't see this with our eye going back to the philosopher's stone it's like we have this in our body but the dna is not activated quite yet to the point we can see it as a whole once this happens we will be able it's almost like you're on shrooms or what is that lsd or some shit like that when you're like oh my god like you know like the leaves they're talking to me they have vibrations and you can be in the forest and you can like see the fucking you know what i'm saying you can see that the earth makes music its own music or some shit like that you think you're having a good trip no it's like you're actually seeing what is what, what we're supposed to always be seeing in that moment that you're tripping but um 
once we get to that heightened level of consciousness and these portals open freely, we won't have to just wait for October 31st, November 1st to be able to be in contact with these spirits on a more profound level and feel them and see them more. It's like this will be all the time. Yeah, Earth is very magical. You'll see how magical Earth is once we get there. That's dope. Yeah, they talk about this in all cultures. Um, I think in China or in Asia, it's called Qi. C-H-I, the energy source is called Qi. They talk about um, feng shui and reorganizing spaces and stuff. Because honestly, I'm not going to hold you, your home is a portal. Your apartment, your home, your whatever it's a portal that's why i say it's like um make sure you know when energies are coming into your home once i stopped being so friendly with motherfuckers and start cutting people off i realized that i was very selective about the energies that was in my home especially when people would bring others around that would argue with me or try to be loud and high rate and shit i really noticed that when i had my son because it's like well anybody else yeah of course i'm gonna defend my home but i really got very like specific about the energies that will be in my home after I have my son if you're off balance and you're not peaceful get the fuck away from me and my son period you know what I'm saying that could be my motherly instincts kicking in but it actually helped because now our home is peaceful you see what I'm saying so it's like your home's a portal the the you know how you say your body's a temple it's the same thing it's like wherever you reside you lay your head is a temple if it's dirty, if it's all crazy and shit, it's letting in low and vibrational energies. If it's high vibing, peaceful, you got good vibe, high vibing energies will come around you. You see what I'm saying? So it's all, it's everything's an energy. Everything's literally an energy, but we'll be able to see this shit. It's also about the food we intake, taking care of our whole self, mental health, physical, spiritual, emotional, sexual, all that. It's, it's all about natural therapies, balance things like that damn yeah i'm seeing we will literally be able to see it's like breaking the curse over the whole world yeah by living like i feel like the monks know about this they try to um, teach people this share this live in this energy that's why you see them smiling positive joyful having fun they see something about life we don't see once we all get to that energy, I'm not saying you have to be a monk, but once we all get to this like peaceful state of existence, there's no wars. Right now, there's Ukraine and Russia blowing each other up as we speak. You see what I'm saying? They're drafting people. Seeing a girl on TikTok crying like, oh my God, they're drafting. They can't even fly and be like, let's go to the United States. Let's leave. They stop people from being able to leave. People are being drafted. Her dad got drafted. Her brothers, her friends are getting drafted. It's either draft or prison. Ten years in prison, that's it. There's no option. Either you're going to fight for us or you're going to go to prison. That's what's happening right now. See what I'm saying? It's, it's like at the same time people are trying to awaken, these things are happening. You can also explore your creative side, visualize, paint, record, write down what's going on. Your That's why I record my experience on this. You can do yours on YouTube. You can do yours in your own private journal for your family. I don't know. I don't care. But it's all about sharing the experience of this collective consciousness changing. You noticing it. You could be 50. You could be older. You've never experienced this before. Now you see it. You can be younger like me, and now you see it happening. You're experiencing it. You're a part of the shift. 
write that down, okay? But, like, it's happening, bro. That's filthy. They're also saying, like, have courage, strength, fearlessness. Like, you have warrior spirits. Do this. You're, you're powerful. You have this. You got this. But, like, it's going to take all of us. And, like, don't worry about the That's why I don't force people to try to believe nothing. I don't care. It's like either you can listen to me or you don't have to. You feel me? Like, and even if you do listen to me, you can be like, oh, yeah, she's talking a bunch of bullshit. She's just a peace-loving. Yeah, cool. That could be it, too. But at the end of the day, I'm seeing what I, I'm saying what I see in the cards. So either you can be in your ego and get left behind or you can come on through. But it's like no matter how many machines and technology things and shit that they create with NASA and these elite companies that does not fucking matter because the mindset they have is, is I don't care if you have a fucking um and I think they had a machine and everybody was scared about it I can't remember the name and I mentioned it and I was like that's not gonna do anything that people think they were trying to create this big ass machine that was going to rip a hole in time and space but it didn't because why you can't do that because it's protected by other beings it's like a security system is very advanced it's like no you can't get up in my house bro i'm not gonna let you in this bitch you're tripping your mind's not right yeah like what are you talking about i don't care how fancy your machine is Okay, let's see. Now I'm kind of going into other cultures. Um, definitely, um, I asked last night when I was shuffling this, I asked my past life self as Shashat Describer and as Isis, like integrating information that I might have on the tombs or in certain scribes and shit that I wrote in a past life in Egypt about this. I asked basically to give me this information so I can help understand this information about different moons and life sources and like what it does and how it works so that's what we're going to get into i'm gonna pause it here okay so i'm seeing in the hieroglyphs that um yeah, I did mention this. I mentioned that um, we would have to get rid of all our mental burdens, mental blockades, um, programming that we would have. Because it's weighing on us. It's weighing on our heart. If you have a heavy heart, you can't go into the cosmo or be aligned with these energies at all. You have to be into spirits. I did mention this. Um, I mentioned that material things would not even be needed. It's not like you're like, okay, I'm going through a portal. Let me go ahead and bring as much money as I can. That doesn't matter on other rooms. Um, it's also the, um, yeah, it's deep. It's deep. It's about realizing that you can get to the internal um, source of life that goes back to the philosopher's stone and the orobos i think or robobos or however i said that earlier which is like that portal that infinite portal um of being born again it's showing that on this planet on this 3d planet the reason we have to have well first off the gods kind of designed it for us to have sex enjoy sex have children in this reproductive way but if you guys know, if you study back in the day and do research that 
women at some point in time used to be able to have their own babies. I think there was a, um, what movie was I watching? That was Jurassic World Dominion or something. And the raptor, Blue, she was the last of her kind, but she produced a baby on her own. This, the human female, was able to do this at one point in time on this planet. And it was considered like immaculate conception or whatever. But in reality, it's like we had both. I don't I don't, I don't want to even say like both parts where you're able to like just do it yourself. But internally, you had everything you needed. So you were able to produce a baby by sheer thought, manifestations. You know what I'm saying? Where you didn't need a sperm and an egg and the egg to meet. No, everything that woman had inside of her body, if she wanted to produce this baby it would happen this is back in the day this is actually like you could look into this you feel me i'm not just talking shit so i'm seeing on these other realms that you can go to that these moons are connected to with the cosmos the constellations and stuff you don't have to be born you don't have to start off as a baby whatever age that you are you can reverse your age you could um, end up young, you don't have to be born again, be raised up as a baby and shit like that. You don't have to bring money. I said that again. Yeah, a lot of people are like, these other realms don't even have money systems. I mentioned that with um, Venusians. They run off harmony, love, no war, no drama, no fraud, no money, no money. Yeah, you, it's not about the sexiest you look. It's not about like, damn, I wish I would have ascended this consciousness before I got wrinkles. That doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's all about, like, study. It's all about manifesting. You'll realize on another planet you can manifest the right body or the body you want or the hair you want or whatever. Yeah, it's like you'll have more gifts. You'll have more uniqueness. Your spiritual gifts is what is considered um, valuable um, in these other planets. There's no death. Like how I tell you guys, when someone dies on this earthly planet, that doesn't mean that they're forever gone their soul is somewhere on another realm i mention this a lot they might not some of them reincarnate and come back here because they still have stuff to do or lessons or contracts to fulfill on their own soul's elevation but for the most part they don't have to come back here they don't have to go to a planet at all they can be somebody's spirit guide and just mean spirit role they don't have to incarnate on anywhere if they don't want to but they can the highest love, I mean, the highest vibration on any planet, which is currency, is love. You'll notice that you'll have a partner somewhere on another planet that you can love and shit like that. There's fruitful. Some of these planets are water. Some of these planets are trees. You can go in there sick. You can be walking through the portal sick and heal yourself out of pure manifestation. It's about your consciousness. Yeah. Um, it's not even like there's like, oh, same-sex marriages. It's, it doesn't matter. If you're connected to the person you're in love, you're in love. That doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's not a sin to be with someone that is the same sex. If that's what you like, that's what you like. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, self-pleasuring type of things like that. That's like low and vibrational, self-pleasing and shit. It's like the gods made you to have sex, have sex. On certain planets, there is no sex because they don't have any sex organs. They might just manifest children and stuff through pure thought, stuff like that. You could be kings and queens on other planets and shit. There's royalty. Some of you guys are kings and queens on other planets. Um, 
yeah, you can see other beings, like, hybrid things, like chimeras, and, like, you know, how I said the Sphinx is, like, it's like a human head, but, like, a lion body. You might see all types of shit that you are not ready for right now. Like, right now, we're just not ready for that. We're not in tune with spirit enough for that, but this is here. Yeah. I see that, like, when we are, when they can tell that we are ready for that. And, like I said, I don't know the date. I don't think nobody knows the date. But when, as a collective, we are ready for that, it's like they'll be here to usher us into the new era. Like, hey, come on through. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just come on. Like, come on now. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a moon that's going to change. It's not the sun. It's going to be the moon. That's going to usher us in for us. So it's like a portal. The moon is kind of like the different moons we see. There's definitely hella different moons I just mentioned um, that come through with whatever constellation we're in at that moment. Okay. Um, I broke that down in the beginning. But once this dream that I had happens, that type of experience happens, it's like they'll be ushering us in like hey yeah let's come on through here not like a creepy standpoint like oh yeah let's just abduct them no it's like if y'all want to walk into this bitch let's go you know this is what we got over here you might be somewhere else and you might be like dog there's a vortex that leads us here let's go there you know like go with your family and friends and shit but it's like it's going to be an ushered in type of event you're going to see royalty, astronaut gods, other beings coming with gold and riches and shit that don't matter. Crystals you ain't never seen before. Shit that can float. Yeah, you're going to see a lot. You're also going to be able to see that. They also want us to know also, while I'm saying this, is that um, Earth is flat. That's deep. Earth is flat and it's covered by a dome. So even though we see these planets, the moon and shit, and it looks round and all that kind of stuff, like, Earth itself is not round. That's one of the planets that's not round. It's flat, and it's covered by a dome of protection. Facts. We're on a flat Earth with water and shit like that. It's crazy because I'm not going to hold you when I be flying in planes and shit. I'm not really scared of planes and all that kind of stuff. I've been flying them since I was a kid, or, like, flying in them, excuse me. Um, since I was a kid, so it's like that kind of takeoff shit that scares people. I don't that don't scare me. I look out the window the entire time. I'll try to go sometimes in the daytime. Sometimes I try to go at night and like see everything that I can see in the sky being up high like that. And I swear every time, I don't care where I'm flying to, it always seems like there's an edge. Like you know how there's a pizza crust or a pie crust, and you can like see the edge. It's like I always see the edge, and I'm like, if it was round, wouldn't it just, like, drop off? You know what I'm saying? It's like, how's there an edge? You guys need to look into the flat earth theory, and or we can do an episode on that another time. But I see in ancient Egypt, I wrote down and explained that the earth is flat. But it's something that we're not able to see that is flat, or or people are not going to tell us that it's flat. Yeah. Um... Because it'll take away our strength. Yeah, it'll take away our strength if we knew the truth about this type of shit. I mentioned that they were going to try to make money off of making us work. 
and use our gifts in a way that was going to work fast for them and their plan, but work against us in a natural law. I mentioned that. Um, I mentioned how they were going to try to have... It's like the things that's going on with humans is also going on in the animal world. Um, I don't remember who I was listening to, but I was listening to a reader the other day, and she was mentioning, like, paying attention to animals and certain strange things that's going on with the animals. And I'm not going to hold you. I'm really into birds, obviously. I tell you that a lot. And lately, I haven't seen too many birds around. I'm like, that's really weird because it's, like, not winter. And this was happening in, like, the middle of summer, and I wasn't seeing too many birds around. And I'm like, where are they? And it's like, I'll be on walks and everything. I'm just like, where the fuck are the birds? Normally, I'm used to hella birds being around. Um, She, on her video, she was talking about dogs and how paying attention to dogs and, like, the masculine energy and how it was like there's dog attacks or there's, like, I mentioned that too. I was like, there's going to be animals attacking people because your energy is too low and the animals can feel it. Um... What she was kind of mentioning is the same thing, but it's like the earth, the vibration is changing and shifting. The animals can sense it and feel it, so they're reacting based on that. So that's why there's more dog attacks. There's more birds attacking people. I think out in Washington, one of these parks, I don't remember if it was a park in Renton or SeaTac or where it was. I seen it on an article a while ago, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month, that there was this owl that was attacking people. And I'm like, damn, you don't really hear about owls being out like that. And it's like, if they're attacking you in the daytime and nighttime, that's off. That's not normal. They're nocturnal. So if they're attacking you in the daytime, something's off. Even if they got a nest, they're supposed to be ducked off sleeping somewhere. So it kind of was like, okay, wow, okay, birds, dogs, cats, something's happening to the animals. And I'm not saying something's wrong with men, but it's like the male energy here the toxic masculinity and like I said um you can be a female and have toxic masculinity in you where you have a toxic masculine ego mindset okay so however that translate that's happening with the animals too animals are attacking other animals not supposed to be around them it's like they feel the energy shifting mm-hmm this was all hidden before, but now it's coming about. And it's not magic that's making it come about. It's simply this mass awakening, cutting off the old self, cutting off the ego. Even if it's like the animals are fighting themselves to death, it's like, okay, well, those animals are not the peaceful animals that's probably going to be coming with us to this new vibration because they're probably turned cannibals and was eating their own kind, shit like that. They're not supposed to do that. So it's like that type of shit is going to probably wipe itself out by going crazy. The same way there's going to end up being this war. It's like the animals are waging war upon themselves. They can feel the energies too. That's crazy. That's deep. Yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Cats, dogs, birds, horses, all that kind of shit. They're kind of just like off that. I'm not around some of these animals to be witnessing it, but I feel like I'm seeing it if it makes the news for sure with like dog attacks and shit. Um, at the same time, the twin flame soulmate unions are getting together. That also helps with the vibration of love. So all of this matters. Sisterhoods, brotherhoods, bonding, that matters. Karmic relationships going away out the, you know, just gone. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
this is right now really dealing with the masculine energy of the planet because um like the song say this is a man's world and I'm, I'm a female and i'm saying that but this is a man's world because if this was a woman's world it wouldn't be ran like this you know what i'm saying that's just fact fact and it's like well no how could that be fact well i mean look at all the men that have ran this country since the beginning of the time and look at where it's at even the country's overseas and shit is still ran by men and look where we're at war taxes debt bullshit you know what i'm saying toxins and shit ego if it was ran by women they'll be nurturing we'd come to a fucking simple agreement about what we can do without killing people you see what i'm saying yeah so it's right now i see in this specific time the moons that we that are cycling within these constellations coming around us are here to heal and balance out divine masculine and divine feminine energy getting rid of toxic masculine energies in both men and women animals too helping people find their inner beauty and healing from that too releasing any demons that you might have been holding up on like addiction demons sex demons whatever and just balancing everything so it's bigger it's way fucking bigger than we even thought when it came to these moons that's why when i teach y'all about the moons i don't just go around and be like yeah and this is how you get that person back just do this and do that and that person will be back in three days no i don't do that shit that's just weird that's not what it's for the ancient way that i, I mean the way that i'm teaching you guys is a very ancient ass way of healing yourself with these moons people that are teaching anything besides that or capitalizing off of you guys and your coins because of whatever that's not right okay you're not supposed to be teaching magic in that way when i say you're not supposed to teach magic that's what i'm talking about i'm not teaching y'all magic i'm teaching you healing if i was teaching y'all magic i'd be teaching y'all like there's get quick rich schemes and shit like you know the quick shit the shit don't, don't matter i can't make it up it's right here in the cards like the shit that people are teaching y'all on these tiktoks youtubes and shit you're googling it real quick these spells and shit that is not supposed to happen it's a quick way to get success it's a quick way to get followers abundance money things that's quick but nothing that's going to last a long time so you may be selling your soul to get something that's quick but it's like when you actually tap into spirit you tap into your higher self you integrate you heal yourself you use these moons and constellations to better yourself that's how you truly get everything i can't make it up yeah that's how you truly get everything you ever wished and hoped for and then some when you're in this lower vibrational ego you're um allowing archons remember how i talked about the shadow aspects the energies you're allowing the archons the darker entities to kind of take pleasure on feasting off whatever you want yeah go get that tesla yeah we need a condo we need this do you really or do you need something that's going to sustain you, you know? Something that's going to sustain your life. You can get all that fancy shit and still be an asshole and incomplete within yourself. And you still feel like you got to keep buying shit to make yourself a whole person. Or you can be a whole person and then the money comes along. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference in that. But these couples getting together is very magical in itself. It's going to open a portal in itself. And I'm not saying it might be a physical portal you can see in the world. But it's like it's going to open the portal to love. You might notice that when you and your partner, especially if you're single, you've been on your healing journey. Once y'all finally get together because you guys beat all the odds, did this shit on your own, it's y'all against the world, right? 
you're going to notice that once y'all come together, that there's going to be a shift. You might have all this bullshit drama, bullshit music and shit this whole time. And now all of a sudden it's like, wow, people are making love songs again? I haven't heard this music since the 70s. I ain't heard this type of music since the 90s. R&B and shit. It's like, yeah, the vibration changed. So pay attention to that too. That's deep. Yeah, right now, everything's money, material, possessions, things that we can't even bring to these other realms. And they want us to realize this. They're like, yeah, you can work so hard towards that, but why put all your energy towards that when you can work on yourself and literally go anywhere in the constellation that you want that does not require money? I do see the chariot or like that door that I see in um that door with the um, time travel capsule that's in um, Antarctica that I mentioned. I see that. You can go anywhere in the world, travel to any time period, whatever you want to do. You don't even have to go to the one in Antarctica because that will probably keep you on a time period that's on Earth. You can go anywhere, but you have to balance your emotions. You have to know what it is. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, I mentioned that with the Venetians. You can be in the form that you're in right now on the 3D room, or you can be in a light body and be like man i just want to be a spirit today you just be a spirit you know what i'm saying it's just go somewhere in the ethers like you can do that but you can't do this if you're a foolish simple person that don't know how to control themselves that wants to lie and manipulate you can't do that that wants to take over and conquer and shit you can't do that they're not gonna allow themselves to fall like these other planets they have been through what we're going through now, so they're not going to allow themselves to fall again and be conquered again because we want to go over there and invade. That's not going to happen. So I see what's going on in the society right now with everything falling, the bombs and shit. It's kind of like they're showing their true colors so that people can awaken to this. Like when I seen that lady on TikTok crying, like, oh my God, like, you guys, I can't believe it. I'm scared. Like, Russia's going through a drafting. Like, what am I doing? What are we going to do? Like, what does this world come to? They're showing their true colors. These moons and shit, it's coming around for even them to change. They ain't changed their ways. They're showing what they're going to do. So now it's like, okay, well, soon they're going to lose their efforts. The people are going to go against them because you're forcing them to do something that is not what they're trying to do. You're forcing them away from their peace, for money, for control. I'm pretty sure they're only battling for money and shit bullshit like that. Shit that doesn't fucking matter. Print some more fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's about who has the top spot, who has the top seat, all that little bullshit shit that matters on earth that does not matter nowhere else. The moment that we notice there's a law of one that applies to not even earth but to other realms, other destinations and shit, that's how you complete your happiness. I just told you guys in the beginning of this how all these other beings believe in the law of one. We're the only ones that have a confused right now in this universe. So until we learn the law of one, we can't go visit these other moons and these other planets and get with them. They're like, nah, nigga, you ain't part of this neighborhood club. Get out of here. I'm going to pause it here, bro.
with this pile, and then I'm gonna wrap it up, and we'll do the rest later or another day. Maybe if he's napping later, or I might just do it tomorrow. I don't know. Um, depends. Cause I didn't expect all this. I gotta dissect all this in my own brain. <laughs> yeah, they're like, bro, you can have everything, a balance of everything you want. That's crazy. But it's like you have to leave behind what you feel like really matters on this planet when it really doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of the shit that we feel like it matters, it does not. How many likes you got? How many people liked your post? How many cars and clothes you got? How many bitches or dudes you got? It does not matter how big your boobs and your ass are. That don't matter. Yeah. I do see they're showing me that when you step into these portals, um, I feel like they're showing me that with these cycles that's going on with these moons also um they're each a portal of its own so it's like okay the new moon that's a new portal opening right it's like okay new moon and new moon in aries it's like okay this is gonna be a, a quick action based or like the things that you manifest it's going to manifest a lot quicker so make sure you manifest in positive things that's a portal right there it's open you can't see it but it's there by the time all the phases go through and now we're at the full moon and it might be an Aries or a different constellation by then, the portal has now closed. So honestly, when I be teaching you guys, like I'll be like, okay, the new moon energy is here, do this and that, you know, when I do those little episodes. And I'll be like, after you see the new moon, the energy will still be around for the next 10 days. Or after you see the full moon, the energy will still be around lingering for the next 10 days. How I say that? It's like um, those are still opportunities just because it's like the, the climax, the moment of truth is boom. You see it or you don't see it. It's right there. It's half moon, full moon, whatever. That's the main event. But the energy surrounding that 20 days and shit like that or that, that, that 10 days and then 10 days, whatever, that whole energy surrounding it, that entire thing is a portal. So it's like, okay, what do I want to pull through this portal opportunities for me? And what do I want to throw into that bitch? to heal okay like what do i want to get rid of quick like or what do i want to manifest quick into my life you know damn i really need a microphone for my podcast okay boom so i'm going to pull in new opportunities of me getting abundance or more people leaving tips or i don't know something like that more clientele so that i can afford a microphone for i'm just giving an example right so i can afford a microphone for my podcast that's what I'm manifesting for the new moon. Why do I want it? And it's like a what, when, how, and why type of thing. The universe wants to know, well, why do you want it? I want it because I will sound clear. I'll be able to get my message across clear. Um, I want it because I want my viewers to be able to hear everything that I'm explaining clearly. And it's not something where they feel like, damn, I don't even know what she said. Or it's kind of mumbly or none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's like, okay, well, how are you going to get it? I told them how I would like to get it by way of getting more clientele and getting more um, bookings or tips, donations, whatever, to um, support my podcast by that way. And then it's like I can earn my money. I'm not just asking it to float out of the sky. You know, well, when do you want it? Um, as soon as possible. As soon as I can get it within the next two weeks. I'd really like it around this time before I get to do this episode. And then when you're manifesting in that way, watch how fast it comes to you. 
versus you just saying something and it's just like okay same way when you're um releasing a energy well i want to release the energy of negative self-sabotaging thoughts me feeling like i'm not good enough i'm not worthy enough well why do i feel like this this is shadow work well why do i feel like this well i feel like this because i was always told i wasn't good enough but do you actually feel this way no i don't actually i actually feel like i am good enough i have smart ideas okay well when do you um feel like you'll be um i don't know ready to start accepting this new version of yourself um I can do this each and every day by expressing gratitude to myself. Whatever. This is how you manifest. Okay? What, when, how, where, and why also is included with that as well. So when it comes to these moons, these are portals. You can gain material things from this, but you can also gain healing, awareness, consciousness, tapping into and incorporating mind, body, soul, spirit, and matter. Things like that, right? Yeah can manifest protection whatever but it's like you guys are not seeing i see oh it's not just you guys me too i mean in a way in a way i knew that these were like energy sources and stuff but how i was teaching y'all but i didn't know they were like actual portals like if we was able to be up in the sky the ship would be a portal i didn't know that yeah i see right now they're explaining to me that since our um philosopher's stone like we thought it was like an actual stone or like i said there's a liquid gold substance either on this planet or several planets that makes up for a a huge part of our dna when it comes to like our pineal gland and our spirit it's like um because that's not activated in our dna we haven't activated that christ consciousness quite yet it's like we're living in an illusion where it's like, oh, man, we have material troubles. Oh, man, we got bills. Oh, my God, my boss is going to fire me. It's like there's so much other bullshit and chaos and stress and shit that they're putting up on us. And then we project it to others. We fight each other. Bullshit. We're fighting to get to the top competitive positions and shit. Putting somebody else out. Snaking somebody else out of a job, a spot, a position, whatever, to get a coin. It's like it's it's not caring. It's not the law of one. The way we live in society is not the law of one. And this is also what slowly slows us down. So it's crazy that in COVID, it's like even the balling ass people was like, nah, I'd rather sit at home with my family and collect unemployment. Like, I'm good. Everybody would, like, literally, unemployment and shit is still crazy right now to this day, two years later, because people just don't want to work. They've either created their own businesses or they're just like, nah, I'm cool. I'll budget this shit out. I'll go into retirement. I'm good. And look at how the world's changing. I'm not saying it's peaches, peaches and cream right now, but it's like it's getting there. We have to be patient. It's going to be worse before it gets better, but it's there. Yeah. We haven't quite got to the point where we have completely, you know, X'd out all the bad situations on this planet, obviously, but it's like it's happening faster than we think as a whole. We have like a grip or like we're trying to get a grip over the, the the dark humanity, the dark entities, the dominion that's over this world, the powers that be, the weapons, the nuclear weapons, the violence, the fighting, the wars, the chaos, the drama. It's like 
you even see the universe cleaning up certain areas with floods and hurricanes and wildfires and shit like that and it's like it's breaking my heart to see all this shit happen but it's like the the earth is even purging itself because it's like okay we need new everything it's like we need new everything right now everything that's here it has to go maybe even you it's like <laughs> no i'm just kidding but like it's like everything gotta go dog yeah so it's like if certain things are happening it's like okay do we rebuild yeah, you rebuild, but you don't rebuild the same corporation that probably got destroyed by a natural disaster. You rebuild something that's going to help humanity, a different corporation that's not going to control and overwork and barely pay people and, you know, be this monopoly. It's not about that. I mentioned this before in the Tower of Babel, but I see it's coming up again. They, long story short, for the rest of this episode, they just want to say that, um, the way a lot of people are using the moons are not the way you're supposed to use the moons. You're not realizing that every time you see one of those moons within a year, it's a different moon. The moon that you see in August is not the same moon you see in October. The moon you see in February is not the same moon that you'll see in January, even though it's a month off. You might have three different moons in one month, how I mentioned, like, paying attention to if there's, like, a lunar eclipse. Uh, there was, like, three eclipses in one fucking month and I can't remember what it was at this moment right now um because it was a minute ago or it could have been a couple months ago I just don't remember it all but I do remember when it was happening I was like damn that's a lot of fucking eclipses in one damn month that happens too those are still three different two different moons okay when it's a new moon it's it's a new moon it's like it's telling us okay this new moon and the constellation of Aries is here. It's telling you it's a new fucking moon. But yet, we're so conditioned, we really think this same fucking moon is the same moon we see all year round. And that the phases is just what happens. It just goes dark because of the sun, and then it just goes full because the sun's in a different direction. No, that's not what's happening. It's literally a different fucking moon from a different constellation. Mainly, it's the constellations that are around us. Every once in a blue moon, we'll get um, a blue moon, literally. Or we'll get um, another planet that's orbiting around us very closely. Like I said, the red planet. Planet Nibiru or Planet X is still around here. We just haven't seen it in a minute. But um, it was very present this past summer and the summer before that, too. It was very present around then. And people had pictures of it. I know I do. And it's right there in our faces. But it's like, why is the sun looking red right now? That's weird. Dog, when has the sun ever peeked through the clouds like that? It wasn't even like peeking through the clouds like the clouds have to separate. No. The shit was protruding through the fucking clouds like, bitch, I'm here. It's not. It was like way closer to Earth than the sun actually is. But people weren't realizing that. You have to pay attention to that kind of shit. Yeah. I see the main thing is, the main thing that's going to balance everybody out is for everyone on this planet to realize that you are a spirit in this form. No matter what your religious basis, spiritual basis, you have to realize that you're a spirit. And once you realize that you're a spirit, that balances out you and your matter, your physical form. Then once that happens, you'll be able to look at people, places, things as um, energies. And realizing that the energy you put out is the energy you get back. 
that's deep as hell. I'm still stuck off the point that I was right, but I just didn't know it was all this, and I can hold you. I was just like, yeah, that's not the same moon, dog. You can tell. It's like, okay, boom. The moon that just passed Hunter's moon. When I was looking at Hunter's moon, I was like, that moon is orange. I remember the last time, uh, last October, around Halloween, we had the blood moon, and it was, like, reddish. So it's like, um we'll have these different colored moons and shit like that and no it's not because of the sun how it's hidden and shit it's a different fucking moon so that moon is always going to be orange whether we see it on our planet or another planet sees it in their orbit it's an orange moon when we see the blood moon and it's reddish or the pink moon in sagittarius that pink moon in sagittarius was normally just a fucking pink moon orbiting in the galaxy but it just so happened to align with our Sagittarius constellation. And now we have a Sagittarius pink moon. You see what I'm saying? Do you? I hope y'all getting that. <laughs> and there's more moons than we think. There's at least 12 because we're going to have one for each constellation. But within that 12 moons that we get, within one year, we'll probably see up to 15 different ones. Because sometimes there's another three that is like stragglers. And it's like, oh, well, there's a blue moon in this bitch. That hasn't been around in the past 60 years. But here it is. And it's in the constellation of Capricorn right now. Capricorn blue moon. Whatever. Manifest. Once upon a blue moon. Right? Whatever you manifest, that's going to... um, If you manifest a certain thing or something into your life, that's your manifestation for the next 60 years. You can't change that. That was once upon a blue moon ass shit. You see what I'm saying? It's the energy behind it. You guys got to really realize that. When the moons are very close to us and it's like, damn, I feel like I can reach out and grab it. That's a super moon. That means whatever constellation it's in, it don't matter what constellation it's in. It came very close to the earth in its orbit. It's coming to us. You got to remember that. When you're looking at orbits, it's supposed to just stay in this certain frequency and just keep rotating, rotating, rotating in a certain frequency. The moons can come close, can go far at their own will. Supermoon can be far away uh, with a gibbous moon. It could be different things. But at the end of the day, it's like, um, y'all got to realize it's a planet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it doesn't have to stay in this orbit. Okay? It really does not at all. The supermoons show and prove that to you. Or you can have a moon that's hella far away. It's like, damn, that moon looked hella far in the sky. And last night it was hella close. It's like, yeah, because it's moving. I mean, yeah, we're always moving too. But it can, it doesn't have a course that it has to stay on. The constellations also move. We're in space. We're constantly moving and orbiting around each other. But these constellations and these star systems have beings within them. They have other planets. Their moons have moons. There's some planets that you learn that the moons have their own moons. You see what I'm saying? That type of shit really happens. And it's like, um, the ones that are orbiting Earth, that come around Earth for whatever reason. In a way, from these different constellations with these different beings that I named on this episode in the beginning that are there, they're coming on this moon to help with the intentions of intensifying a certain energy to help us heal so it's almost like they're watching us i'm not gonna hold you i don't want to scare nobody but it's almost like they're watching us from the moon 
I mentioned that with the Anunnaki, the Watchers, right? Or if they're on the red planet, the planet Nibiru that a lot of people were seeing. It's like they're watching us to see, like, okay, boom. Nah, they're not ready yet. Fuck that shit. Let's go. <laughs> like, okay, let's intensify the energy and see if they're going to work on themselves or they're going to hurt each other. Then it's like, yeah, there's shootings here, shootings there, da 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 da. It's like, nope, they're still hurting each other. Let's go. We tried. We'll try another supermoon later on this year. You see what I'm saying? It's like they are coming to us to try this in this constellation. It's not working. Now it's in this constellation. Let's see if we have the love. Like, let's tap into love. There's twin flame moons. There's, you know, there's different moons for different things. But they're always trying to see what we're going to do. It's a lesson. It's a test. It's a chance of healing. But it's like, what are you going to do with it? And like I said, there's two spiritualists right now, the good and the bad. There's people like me that's teaching y'all the right way, the ancient way of how to heal with these moves and how to raise the vibration. There's other people that's probably doing it in their own unique way, but they're teaching similar things. And then there's also motherfuckers that are teaching y'all how to cast love spells and death spells on people with these fucking moves. That's not what you use them for. Okay? I explained to y'all what limbo and shit look like in your shadow aspects and how you can be separated from your body by the cosmos and then you're just stuck in this realm, shadow realm, to never inhabit your body again, ever, to never reincarnate again, shit like that. You're just here on this earth, unseen, meant to wander forever. That'll happen. You know, you can be in your ego and be like, yeah, right, they don't know. Dog, it's not like Santa Claus. They don't know if you're naughty or nice, nigga. They know everything, dog. <laughs> it's like, if you want to go ahead and be in your ego, you can do that. I'm just here to teach. I'm here to spread what I need to spread and keep it pushing. I'm not here to force nobody to believe shit. But at the end of the day, there's going to be those that do believe and they go towards the law of one and healing themselves you got to heal your inner world which is you in order to heal the outer world so as long as everybody's focusing on healing themselves the world will heal you see what i'm saying if there's a bunch of people that's balanced focused on themselves that's why i say mind your own business if people are triggering you to do all this dark shit mind your business and maybe they wouldn't trigger you but if everybody is healing themselves and they're fixing their inner core what happens to them and shit like that then slowly but surely, the world is going to be a better place. If people are going around with all these issues and energies going around and nobody heals, this is what the fuck we got, what is going on right now. You see what I'm saying with these wars and all this bullshit? The rich getting richer, the poor getting poorer and shit like that, you see? That's all I got for this episode. That was way fucking deeper than I thought. I'm not going to hold you. I got a lot more. But I think that's all I'm going to have for y'all for today. I'm not going to hold you. I think I'm going to take a pause from this because this is deeper than I thought. I thought it was just going to be like, yeah, duh, they got moons. And it's more than one moon and that, blah, blah, It's like, no, this is like the moons are really a part of the healing and advancement of our consciousness. And the fact that I just found out there's other portals and you can go to other planets and shit from there. I'm just trying to like wrap my brain around it. I'm also trying to wrap my brain around the dream I woke up from that had me just up in this bitch about, like, people getting paid and getting settlements paid and shit to have experiments done on them, but they can never speak about it, can never talk about it, um, 
being tested on and mutated and shit like that. It's so much shit going on that's like underneath the radar. And it's just like, dog, not that I had a dream about it. I think it's because I'm on this topic now. And I'm like, oh, my God. But I'm still trying to wrap all that shit around in my brain and make sense of that. So I'm going to go ahead and enjoy the rest of my inner child healing day. Enjoy my self-love day tomorrow. And I hope you guys do the same. You know, take time for yourself. Watch the shit that makes you happy, that laughs, that heals you. And just, like, think about some shit. At the end of this episode, I said... Were you right or was I right or were we both wrong? Um, You answer that for yourself, but I feel like I was right and wrong. (laughs) I feel like I was right about it having more than one moon, but I was wrong and um, I didn't know it this much. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) So I feel like I was right and wrong, but you answer that for yourself. Hopefully, if you have more questions, they may get answered on the next episode, on the part two. But that's all I got. You guys, enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. Heal yourself. I love you. And so do the cosmos. Peace.